Have you heard of Rumble.com? It's like YouTube, but without big tech censorship. I'm over there at Rumble.com now, and you should be too. Hey, let me start tonight by saying I've never done this before. I really haven't. But due to the nature and the mature, sensitive aspect of the content of my opening comments tonight, I want to advise you that my comments may not be suitable for small children. So if you've got young children watching, you might want to have them out of the room or turn the sound off during the monologue. Because I want to balance being a reliably wholesome show, but I also want to be blunt and clear about a topic that I feel is vitally important for the families of America. So that disclaimer, never done it before, may not ever do it again. But I want to tell you that I grew up faithfully watching the Mickey Mouse Club on our black and white TV. And I was singing along with the opening and the closing songs every day. I knew all the Mouseketeers by name and probably even had a crush on the girl Mouseketeers like Annette Funicello. On Sunday nights, my family watched Disney's wonderful world of color, although I never saw it in color. <laughs> color TV wouldn't be something my family had until I was in high school. And there wasn't a Disney World in Florida back then, just a Disneyland in California. And I dreamed that someday I'd get to go there. The Disney brand was magic. And Walt Disney was like everyone's favorite uncle who was rich and had all the cool stuff. I mean, the Disney movies were dependably wholesome, family-friendly, and most all of them had a moral lesson embedded in the plot. Parents knew that their kids could see a Disney film and be entertained without being embarrassed or indoctrinated. Just a few years back, we took our entire family to Disney World. Oh, sure, it was mostly about taking the grandkids there and making sure that they were indulged to the hilt. But the wonderful family-friendly company that Walt Disney founded is gone, replaced by creepy corporate executives who have lost their minds and will likely lose a lot of their customers. They certainly have lost me. Disney executives have outright lied about the Florida legislation that prohibits government schools from teaching sexual content to preschoolers and young elementary children. What person in his or her right mind would want a four-year-old child to be taught about homosexuality, transgenderism, and sexual expression? Disney execs repeated the utterly debunked lie that the bill was a don't-say-gay bill. Such language was nowhere, I mean nowhere in the bill. But then it gets worse. In a conference call, other Disney executive leaders expressed the goal that in future Disney movies, at least half of all the characters in the film are to be gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, or something other than heterosexual, or they must be a racial minority. Watch. Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and 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 yet we don't have enough leads. I don't have to be afraid to like. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like. The, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. 
Now, those are Disney executives on a conference call, and journalist Christopher Rufo got a copy of the call, and that's how we ended up knowing what they were actually saying. This is not something manufactured. It's not hearsay. Those are Disney executives, some of the highest people in the organization, giddy with excitement about the agenda that they're going to put upon not just the company, but upon you. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. All right, guys, welcome to tonight's stream. Welcome. Guys, I want to thank you for your patience for that intro video. It does show a lot of relevance to what we're going to be talking about tonight uh, with Mike Huckabee, the father of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So I hope everybody paid attention to that video, that intro video, okay? And I'd like to thank foremost uh, Jimmy the Rant for taking the time out once again of his busy schedule. Uh, to join the uh, the Patriot Angle podcast, so thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, what's up? Yeah, what's up to you? Before we start start the show, Jimmy, how is your week going, bud? Oh, it's, it's a little hot up here, man. We got we reached like uh, about a hundred degrees today. The air was a little good. bit warm. It's wow. all good. I was I was relaxing in AC all day anyway, but. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty. It's pretty hot out, man. The air's hot, you know. You leave the windows down while you're cruising, and uh, you feel it. You feel it get steamy. Oh, uh, trust me, trust me. I, I I get to feel it. I get to feel it, guys. This is going to be a really, really uh, big show. Uh, it's going to be one of those uh, what I like to call it a MAGA show, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, hour one, guys. Uh, Jimmy and I are going to be discussing uh, basically, uh, you know, what the hell is going on with Disney? Has it gone to a point? of no return, okay? Has it gone to a point where it cannot go back to the original formula of the company? We're going to touch a lot on that on hour one, guys. Hour two, uh, we're going to be bringing in two special guests. One guest I had on the show before, PJ Agnes of Archangel Protective Intelligence, joining us here on the show on hour two, as, long, as well as another guest uh, from Walt's Kitchen Table Podcast, the host himself. Of Walt Balau, if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, I'm terrible with last names. And then uh, basically closing off the show on hour three, we're going to have the analysis of the Patriot Angle podcast, uh, Soslin uh, Temison on the show. So uh, Sauslin said he's going to try for video. God willing, we hope. Uh, see how strong the uh, towers hold up there in the uh, countryside of Madison, right, Jimmy? You're coming a little choppy. Do you hear me okay? You're, yeah, I hear I hear you very well, yeah. You sound like there's a little bit of interference, but I just want to make sure before you go on three hours of uh, choppiness, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can hear myself, uh, you know, uh, I want to make sure that I, I have the, uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the audio seems to be uh, on echo cancellation, so it seems to be working pretty well. Uh, hopefully, it'll clear up, uh, but you're coming in pretty be damn good. I, I I hope I'm coming in clear. Uh, but uh, Jimmy, uh, 
let's get into this Disney stuff, man. Like, what's your viewpoints on this woke agenda of the company, man? This this crap. Well, I'm not. I'm not really too surprised, right? We've seen many things come out of Disney uh, the past couple years. I mean, not even just the past couple years. The past twenty years, Disney's Disney has kind of been. Um, producing a lot of like young talent right it's, they're they're into the, the singing and dancing and then those people either segue into musical musical careers or some kind of acting career but we know that uh and and i can't say you know we i can't say it's it's the it's 100 percent proven but we know that in the entertainment industry there's a lot of really weird shit a lot of you know pedophile type of uh, predators out there. So I would only imagine that a company that stands by certain standards, right? That these kids are, who knows what's happening to these kids behind, uh, behind closed doors. A lot of these uh, entertainers and a lot of these childhood actors have come out and said that, you know, they've, uh, uh, they were molested or raped or, you know, coerced into doing drugs and, and all types of shit. Uh, at a real young age, so uh, you know you have to. You just have to ask yourself: a company that aligns itself with certain values like that is, you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of that stuff goes on uh, with the people involved in their industry. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, you know, this Jimmy, this is not the same damn company that we grew up with. You know, where all your dreams can come true. Now the new saying is, "Hello, dreamers," and fellow uh people of the uh world of uh magic I, I i think that's the new catchphrase you know they can't can't say uh uh the old catchphrase now it's below dreamers right uh you know and a lot of it has to do with this whole new lgbtq plus uh, uh community this new narrative that seems to be uh injecting its poison into the company you know what i mean So, ah, sorry, you know, I, muted, I muted myself for a second. Oh, well, okay. I mean, listen, you're gonna see a lot more of that though because it's uh, well, let's face it, the the LGBTQ community has a lot more people that are more vocal. Um, they're more present. They're more prevalent in a lot of jobs, right? I mean, it, it's more of a it's a trendy thing to to. I got kids screaming outside. It's it's a trendy. <laughs> It's a trendy thing now to be like, I'm gay and I'm open about it. And live the life, live live life the way you want. But you have to understand that a lot of these companies have given in to uh, any kind of group that says they're disenfranchised. So if they say I'm disenfranchised, I want a voice. They're pressuring. See, they don't have they don't have to now pressure you into it anymore. Before it was like I'm going to pressure you to accept me for for, for who I am, right? And I understand to a degree. I mean, people were really discriminated on, uh, discriminated against at, at you know at a certain point, and in parts of the world it's still that way. But luckily, we live in the USA, and things have gotten a lot better. But yeah. what they do now is they pressure companies to do everything for them, right? So it's like we want you know X amount of your content to be LGBTQ so that we feel satisfied, and they go. And then at the end of the day, they go, well, we have a lot of people that work for us that may be in that class, too. Let's just give into it. Fuck it. Like, it's easier to just say, OK. And again, that company, if you look throughout the history for Disney, 
even when we were kids, yeah, maybe the maybe the uh, the movies and stuff we were watching were more family friendly, right? And they had subtle stuff in there, but they did have subtle sexual innuendos in in those in those uh, movies as well. And there's a lot, there's a dark history behind Walt Disney and a lot of different shit that goes on there. Remember, we just see a lot of this now because the technology's there, the cameras are there. The news, news articles are there. We have the internet. I can only imagine, right, if that was always a place where pedos went because they were like, I have access to children. Well, then you have to ask yourself, how long has it been going on for? Right? When they bust 10 guys in one of those rings, you got to say to yourself, shit, has it, this obviously had to have been going on since the beginning of it. Oh, sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, we, we see like the early the early films of disney right where you know you look at certain films and as, as a young child like you said you know this, this has been going on and we just you know jimmy when we were young we didn't see the early stages of the formula in their content their movies their films right i mean you had you know um i know it wasn't a disney um collective uh type of movie then but over the years i believe wasn't it the wizard of oz that they made the wizard of Vaz, the early, what was it, 1930s uh, movie of uh, uh, Judy Garland. Now that's a, a collection of Disney. Disney owns the rights of the Wizard of Oz. If you look before Disney took over the rights of the Wizard of Oz, you actually see, uh, if you look really closely, one of the munchkins uh, hanging himself uh, in a freaking fucking tree, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know if it was a munchkin. I think the rumor was, I forget what the rumor was. It wasn't a rumor. It was actually, if you freeze the video, no, right? Where they try yeah. to say it was something different, but um, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, but stuff they're, they're like that. They're buying everything. Yeah, stuff like that, Jimmy. I mean, I'm just using for a small example, right? Like, I mean, you look, look at uh, Aladdin, right? Where Aladdin is uh, standing on top of the uh, uh, the barricade uh, balcony type of uh, thing, right? On a uh, on Jasmine's uh, palace, and then he's like, "All right, the hell with this. I'm just gonna, you know, like he has that mindset. He doesn't say the hell with this, but he has that mindset where he's like, oh, 'Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump over, right?' And then he goes to jump over, and she's like, she, she's like, she thinks that he committed suicide, right? But he actually didn't. It's you know, the carpet that pretty much catches him, and then he floats up, hovers up with the carpet, right? So, so it's that hidden type. Yeah, it's that hidden type of crap that they that they put into the movies that kids you know as young as five six years old they don't understand you know what i mean well i i wouldn't i i i I know i wouldn't use that as an example for me because i don't think it teaches like i don't think they're older movies really like i don't feel like i've grown up watching those and go well yeah i feel like you know uh there was some kind of sexual stuff thrown in there that made me change the way i think there's subtle stuff in there, and that could have been the artist just kind of fucking around and being bored. You know, I mean, Disney is buying up a lot of things. I mean, they are a mega corporation, a mega company. So I'm not surprised at the way they do things. Um, and I'm not surprised that clip that you that you plugged in in the beginning, uh, the lady was Latoya Ravenor, Ravenue or something like that, where she said that she's just yeah. It was it, it was uh, one of the people that were uh, kind of like feeding off of what Mike uh, Huckabee 
Sanders was uh, was basically saying there. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that you know she says she's going to plug in queerness wherever she can, and I mean, let's face it, that's a real thing. So I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it, but I'm more opposed to the fact that you know the the legislation that was uh, not opposed to it, but I mean anyone who opposes the legislation that was that he was talking about too, right? About the bill that was passed and it really gives parents a little bit more freedom over like their, like what education their kids get and not trying to teach the kids about sexuality up until a certain age, which, which makes sense. And I know Disney's like, well, you know, we're woke now, so we have to kind of, you know, fight against it. And that's what, ha- that's what'll happen. Right. So, you'll have somebody who who's kind of a rebel and he stands out and he's like, I'm going to make it so that I know that in my state, they can't bring this discussion up until they're of a certain age. Right. Which I, I think most of us had sex ed around eighth grade, beginning of high yeah. school. Yeah. But my next question is Jimmy, like, do you think, okay. And this is your personal opinion. I'm not going to judge you. I mean, you should know me by now. Right. Uh, do you think that they- should be teaching this shit and grades from kindergarten to at least maybe fourth or fifth grade no i don't i don't know anyone so here's the here's the issue if we lived in a utopia i always throw that out which we don't if we lived in an absolute utopia where the children that were being churned out of schools are absolute geniuses right then i would say they have the competency to kind of understand maybe some of that content to a small degree, but we don't, we're, we're, we're churning out, right. Uh, and passing grade, like the, the, the national IQ slipping and the passing grade keeps getting lower and lower. So what is the benefit? I like to ask the question. I don't want to teach them about it. Right. But I rather pose the question to anyone who's listening. What do we get out of it? If we're, if kids are graduating at a, at a, you know, at a lower level than what previous classes may have graduated with, right? The, uh, a lower average. What do we get out of teaching them about trying to sexualize them or teach them about uh, anything sexual, right? They're coming out. They don't know math. They don't know science. They don't know history. They don't know uh, language arts. But we're like, well, let's teach them about you know, about transsexuals and men can have babies and two daddies, two mommies. And, um, and let's also yeah. teach them about like, you know, white supremacy. So I'm like, but, but Jimmy, Jimmy, this is coming out from, uh, from, uh, who the hell that the, the secretary, uh, I, I forgot who, who or he or whatever, or the, the he, she there in uh, Biden's administration, you know, who I'm talking about, I forgot, I forgot his fucking name or, her name or whatever the hell it wants to be called. But this is coming from uh, the actual cabinet member of Biden, Biden's administration, saying that it's quite normal for a five-year-old uh, to uh, to understand transgenderness, to understand that it's okay to be a girl when it's when he's really a boy, you know? Yeah, no, I'd have to disagree with that big time. And, like, I watched a yeah. video the other day, and it was, a, it was a mother and a boy, and they were in a changing room. And she was like kind of questioning him, but also kind of feeding him answers at the same time. And she's like, well, he had a dress on, you know, oh, do you like wearing dresses? And he's like, yeah. 
oh, but what, what happened? Well, I don't like wearing dresses at school because the kids make fun of me. And she's like feeding him, like like basically imposing her will on him. It did seem like he yeah. was so interested in wearing a dress. It was that she was going to get her point across. That's that toxic kind of, uh, you know, parenting right there. Like, I'm going to force this on this kid now. Listen, kids are impressionable. If, if I went and I took a class of kids and I and I was isolated from society and I said, you, oh, you, I'm going to change it around. Boys are going to be girls. Girls are going to be boys. And that's the way I taught them. They would grow up thinking that way. So the fact that we don't believe that, you know, teaching them at a young age when their minds are like sponges, that they that that this doesn't affect them in any way uh, is kind of fucking insane because that's the that's the intent of teaching them. Right. You have that window when you have a kid. Anybody who has kids. out, Oh, there, yeah. Man, you have a certain window uh, and that's between like one and three where you could start feeding them a lot of shit and they're really starting to try to grasp it and you want to teach them their ABCs, you want to potty train them. Those are very important times in their life, right? And then from like three years old to six years old, seven years old, they start to develop their personality. And I'm no psychologist, so I'm not speaking as an expert. I'm speaking as a father. I'm speaking as someone who has kids and been around kids. They start to develop their um, their uh who they are, their personality, right? So if I took a kid that was between three and six, which would fit in those 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 age, like or three and eight, who fits in between kindergarten to third and fourth grade, and I taught them like nothing but shit like that, then that's that's yeah. then that's what I'm getting out of it. But if I took that, yeah, they're not they're they're not learning they're not learning the true uh, the true nature of 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 what it's you know what life is supposed to be, right? They're they're learning a, a fabrication. On, on this new from this new system that's my own personal opinion on it jimmy yeah yeah you know? they're, well they're learning they're learning what you want to teach them so like if you took a class of kids and and again you know, and you just you hammered them with math and science right yeah you may have an excel program at the by that kid, by the time that kid gets to fifth sixth grade you might have out of a class of 30 20 kids that excel greatly in in, in those areas and that, and if you notice, those are the areas we lack teaching the kids in. So, you know, we only make them smart enough so they can fucking, uh, you know, sign the papers and push the buttons for for big companies when they come out. But we don't teach them how to become successful with certain things. Like, there's a lot of certain loopholes. And oh, without a doubt. What's yeah. that? I said, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, because there's there's so many things out there that you don't learn in school that wealthy people take advantage of. So, oh, sure. You know, and uh, there's just a lot of the, there's a lot of deflection going on with the left too because there's been a, a call for arming teachers, right? Which I agree. I think teachers should be. I think there should be some personnel on the on the school grounds without uh, that that's trained and capable of of carrying a firearm, so that if if there was some kind of uh, intruder there looking to, you know, his intent was to to do uh, harm on the kids, people would be more prepared. Uh, but then at the same token, I noticed the left going, well, oh, you want to arm the groomers now? You guys are calling teachers groomers? Nah, I I want to get that, in, you know, I'm a little tired too. Sorry. I'm a little yeah, yeah. No, I'm a little slow, but. I was going to say, um, you got too much fucking cold ones over there or what, man? We got to. 
Make nah, sure the, uh, not a lot of, yeah, we don't we don't get to sleep much in this house, man. We just I was gonna say, I got I got I'm gonna have to do an Uber Eats for you there, Jimmy, for a McDonald's uh, cheeseburger to wake you up or something. <laughs> or what, man? If I had if I had too many cold ones, I would have had a good sleep last night. I'll, I'll tell you I'm that. I'm telling much. you, I'm telling you. But you know, Jimmy, you know this is drawing a lot of fucking attention, man. Uh, which is Floridians. Now I'm about to plug in this video, guys. Okay, to show you the differences with different types of Floridians, because not everybody is a fucking Republican there in the state of Florida, guys. There are some liberals that actually reside in the state of Florida, believe it or not. Guys, check this video out. We've been going to Disney for a long time, and we're tired of the extreme changes that they seem to think are pleasing everyone, when if they actually spoke to the people in the park, they'd find out they're not. When our annual passes expired in February, we did not renew them because of our displeasure with the way Disney has gone overall, not just on um, that particular issue, but on all their wokeness. I feel Disney should take a stand. I mean, the, the visitors that arrive at uh, Disney World and the other parks uh, come from all over the world and they bring what I would imagine is very supportive view to a modern approach to LGBT. I think they need to stay out of politics. Well, it is Disney's constitutional right of being in this wonderful country. If they believe their thoughts that that bill should be repealed, that's their belief and that's their rights. He's right on. We need to protect our kindergartners and first graders and second graders. They don't need to hear that stuff. DeSantis to me sounds like a bully and bullies have to be stood up to. I am a retired teacher and I agree that that is not the kind of thing they should be focusing on in K through three. Uh, my belief is, and I'm a parent myself, is that it is the parents' jobs to teach their children on the society of the norms and of, the, and of the norms of their household. Um, I don't believe that that is a, um, a state employee or federal employee's job to teach that to our children or to anyone else. These days, worldwide, you know, the whole LGBT situation is just accepted and embraced. Uh, it doesn't need negativity you know, around it. Everything he's doing is protecting families and protecting the people in the state, and I just love everything he's doing. There's a lot more important topics those kids could be learning. And I think they need to be given a chance to develop themselves before they start being taught about what they should be. I want to, yeah, there we go. Can you hear me? Oh, loud and clear. Oh, there we go. See, I fixed it. It's fucking goddamn people on Facebook like to interfere with my audio and video shit. I I'm thinking about just canceling you, the. You know, Jimmy, <laughs> I'm thinking about just canceling the entire fucking Facebook streaming and go right to fucking Rumble because I know Rumble right now isn't fucking uh, shadow banning this live feed. I know that for a damn fact. Okay, oh, and you uh, can here's always, the thing. You can 
I mean, you yeah, Jimmy. Instead of doing a live feed, you can always just feed it to Facebook later. As a yeah, yeah, I was thinking about doing that to eliminate the uh, the uh, the basement uh, dwellers that like to fucking come into this uh, this 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 live stream. And uh, he's not saying correct information. I gotta shadow ban him. You know, that's how they that's how they talk. They talk like uh, the the person from uh, Family Guy, the nerd. But uh, you know, they have their little hot pockets and talk like this. Well. But, you know, I agree, Jimmy. Here's the thing. This woman, if you paid attention to the last clip, she said something with, uh, you know, uh, with, uh, children, right? That they're indoctrinating children in, in kindergarten. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. What special interest does, does these schools have to orchestrate this behavior? You know? Well, unfortunately, you have these kind of you have these really weird individuals that have taken the, the course of like, I'm going to be a teacher. And there's, there's nothing. Listen, man, I, I, I give credit to anyone who teaches out there, uh, you know, being with being with like 30 kids or whatever all day long teaching them. I, I give a kudos to you because I couldn't do it. I don't have the patience to. But there are people out there that are part are part of these radicalized, polarized kind of groups, right? And I don't mean the LGBTQ community because a community itself is one thing, right? They're people that support each other. It's the radicalized portion of that. Just like nobody likes on the right, obviously there's white supremacists walking around with fucking swastikas. We don't associate with associate with those individuals, but we always get classified. On, on our side of the spectrum, right? So on the left, yeah. you have the polarized LGBTQ, Antifa, all those groups that we always mention and name because those are those are your those are your radicals to that group. And these people know a lot of these people are high ranking officers or whatever in, in these groups because regardless of how they try to depict the right and try to say that the Patriot movement has a lot of military style things. They operate. Uh, I will tell you this, the left operates like a fucking like black ops. You know what I mean? They have, they are well-versed in a lot of different things and they have been for a long time and they operate like but that. Here, but here's my question. Here's my question, Jimmy. What right does Disney have to teach this crap? Okay, I understand it's freedom of speech. Every company, even companies have freedom of speech, right? Every company's have it. I get it. But what right does Disney have as a company as once labeled uh, teaching children about values and morals? This was a company once known for that, Jimmy. What what has changed their, their mindset? Well, they're a private company. They have the right to sell their content any way they want, and we have the right to not buy it or support it. So I think that if they want to push out uh, all different types of stuff when they put it in, we have the option of shutting it off, canceling our subscription, not buying their product. Um, going back to that video, right, you had a retired teacher, you had a parent, you had a couple people for, a couple people against uh, the legislation that the Santis put in. What I What I... What I will say that is kind of what I will say that's interesting is that Disney actually owns Fox, so it's crazy. To, it's crazy the amount of stuff that's discussed through Fox, and Disney owns it. Did you know that? 
Yeah, yeah, it, it is a, it is a Disney run company. Um, you know, uh, Fox does have uh, a lot of affiliation with Disney, vice versa, right? I was where I was where aware of that, but uh, believe it or not, um, that that video uh, production was actually through Fox Five at uh, Orlando. So if 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 you look at it, there is a lot of executives uh, through Fox of it of Orlando. I gotta stop saying Atlanta of Orlando um, that uh, pretty much lean to the right, you know, uh, on that agenda. So. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Jimmy. Yeah, it's, a, it's just an interesting thing uh, that it's owned by them. But I think the teacher, the retired teacher, she makes perfect sense. Let the kids develop first before we teach them what we want to teach them. If it was an unbiased approach to teaching them, then I would say, okay. But like I said, what I was trying to make the point before is that there's a lot of people in these polarized groups the same way that like the Ku Klux Klan was kind of peppered into a lot of different things uh, back in the day, right? It's the same way the left does the same thing. They're saying the same tactics that they cry about that forces oppression is the same thing that they're implementing now. And these people know that they can, um, they can change the way that kids think by being in that type of setting and teaching them. So instead Instead of sending when we send our kids away to public school, which we pay for, if we send them to public school, not private, you have people that are like, hey, I'm going to slip in this shit that I be- I'm going to slip in my ideology now. So I'm going to have them, you know, uh, pledge of allegiance to the gay flag, which we had that one teacher who was who was uh, doing that. Or I'm going to tell them that, you know, me and my uh that I'm whatever, same-sex partner, and we like to do this. So they are able to sneak it in because of the attention spans of the kids, but the kids are absorbing it. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, hey, kids, we're going to learn about history today. But did you know that you guys are all entitled to white, to, to, uh, you know, white supremacy or white privilege? Did you guys know that? And you're like, wait, that's not part of the, the – that's not part of the curriculum, but – at the end of the day, who's who's going to stop it, right? So that bill is basically just saying that you're going to lose your job if you start to talk about this shit if it's not approved by the state. And I agree with one of the gentlemen on there. It's not for a state or federal employee to sit there and teach our kids about that. It's for us to teach it because there's a lot of different cultures and religions that would not want their kids to learn about that. And they will be taught about that at home. And their parents, what happens is when you allow these teachers to, to go and do this, right, it's not like Disney. Disney, like I said, we could stop buying their merch. We could turn them off. We don't have to pay attention to them. We could talk out against them. But when, you, when, when it comes to public schools and we pay taxes for this, all right, they're basically, they're basically telling you that, you know, your children, we own them during the day. And we'll teach them whatever we want. But, and we'll teach them whatever this- we want. But but Jimmy, do you do you think okay? This 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 strikes a, a hard uh, nerve uh, in my body. You know, I grew up off of Disney. Uh, you did too. We're we're practically around the same age. Uh, do you think that this is not poisoning uh, not only you know our children, but maybe possibly uh, poisoning the next set of generation to come? 
Oh yeah, I think there's a there's a big there's an attack on masculinity right now. But so, but here's here's the point I'm trying to say is all right, we're on, you know, the Disney topic and 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 the material Disney. Do you think you know what's going on with the LGBTQ plus uh you know in all different types of communities throughout the United States and throughout the world for that matter? Do you think that Disney has an entire different panel, an entire different platform uh, on their company? Do you think that we're going to see a lot more movies that that are going to have two dudes kissing and, uh, you know, women making out and possibly almost fornicating with one another? I mean, and and this and, 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 and what is this teaching kids that I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Kids will learn this as they get older. We all do. We all learn about sex as we get older. Usually it happens like in the middle of middle school going towards high school a little bit, right? But now, I mean, we're seeing children learning about sex as young as five, six years old. But do you think that Disney is going to go this direction, Jimmy? Well, I think I think the one – I think they already said it in their, in their uh, team meeting. I, yeah, I know they said it, but they could always go back on their words and, and their material. Do you think that they're going to try to bring this more into play? Absolutely. They're going to continue the path that they've been going and it's only going to become more prevalent in what they put in their content. They, like I said, they've already kind of openly said it in meetings that, or the meeting that was leaked. Right. I don't, and it'll just keep going and going and going and they'll keep, uh, you know, uh, walking the line and, um, yeah. and seeing where they go. But like I said, it's I mean, for Christ's sakes, what was it? Yeah, there was a gentleman just uh, earlier before. I, I wish I had the damn sound clip to that, video clip to that. Uh, forgot to fucking download that and plug it into the, tonight's show. But, guys, uh, I believe if you check back on the Instagram page at Patreon Angle Podcast and then now on True Social, guys, which we are on True Social, fucking, yeah, I love it. Uh, so much uh, so much great unfiltered content on True Social. They don't shadow ban. They don't fact check. I ha- I had to look at True Social, Jimmy, before and I'm like, holy shit, am I in a fucking another ver- uh, dimension or something? I'm not getting fact checked. I'm not. It you know, Jimmy, you have to jump. You have to jump on the uh, the truth shifts, so to speak, right? You have to jump on the truth ship or train because you don't get fact checked. You don't get censored. It's almost like you're on another fucking entire planet. It, it really. I mean, but uh, there was a video that we posted. Uh, I think Instagram took it down because it was uh, misinformation about uh, Disney World or some stupid shit. But it's actually true. Uh, it's weird that Instagram takes it down, but then you see some uh, video uh, content creators that have the same, almost the same video up on their YouTube pages, and it's still up there. You go to wonder, you know. But uh, we put it up on True Social where a gentleman and his family were sitting down at a restaurant. And he says the company has gone so woke that we were we weren't greeted by a normal individual like Disney World usually has like the theme people you know in dresses and you know they have that Disney vibe to them right the Disney type of touch to it. No, Jimmy, this was a man, a bearded man, and a dress, a hermaphrodite, whatever if you want to call it that, that came to the table in a manly voice, almost like a manly feminine voice. Can I take your order? It was a woman with a beard and a dress. Like, your reaction as a father, Jimmy, what would you do, man? Like, would you yeah. leave? That's that's a little sick, man. Well, yeah, I don't hang out at places like that, so. 
Well, oh, not dude. anymore, right? <laughs> not anymore. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, if I walked in and I sat down with a with a with the girl and the kids, and and uh, you know, I'm at a Disney, I'm at I'm at Disney, uh, or at one of their restaurants, and a guy walks up in a dress and he wants to take my order, uh, I'm probably gonna scan the rest of the restaurant and kind of figure out what the fuck is going on at first. Um, I'm being yeah. pranked. And then I'm probably, uh, I'm probably going to leave at that point. Um, or we're just going to make fun of the guy the whole time, just fucking with him. But when yeah. I, I try not to, I'm just saying like, you know, oh, a totally, yeah, banter, totally I probably wouldn't hang out. There. Like if they're, and the reason why I wouldn't hang out there is not because, you know, the, does the guy gross me out or anything? No, nah, I don't care. It, but it's the statement that they're trying to make by sending that individual over, right? They're they're yeah. making a statement, and you have to make a counter statement and say, "Well, you, you're going to lose my business now." So, because we couldn't do it like normally, it had to be this this way of doing it so I can have a meal. So, no problem. You send out the bearded lady, and uh, unless I'm at a carnival or a freak show, I was going to say that's this type of shit you would see at a damn circus or something, you know. I'd yeah, like if I was at Ripley's, believe it or not, and they did it, I'd say makes sense. Part of probably part of the program here. All good. But yeah, I'm at Disney and the princess comes out and it's a dude that looks like me. I'm probably gonna be like, Yeah, it's I think it's time to go. We're gonna go to Hibachi down the street or something. Come on, kids, let's go to McDonald's. They don't at least McDonald's is a fucked up company, but they don't have bearded men and dresses at McDonald's. Guys, we got a lot to say. Here. Yeah, we got a lot to say here, guys. We're almost wrapping up hour one. Uh I gotta get a quick break in before we uh bring in our guest here for hour two. Uh they will be joining us momentarily as soon as I see them in the green room here on the bottom here of the screen of the digital green room. We will bring them in, guys, but we'll be right back after these short words. Uh, hour two, uh, we will have PJ Agnes and Walt from Walt's Kitchen Table Podcast. I had to remember I had to say that correctly. Be right back, guys. Look around. The world is changing fast. And while some people hang on to the way things have always been, others are showing us the way they could be. There's a growing movement comprised of those who won't compromise. Those with the desire to push things forward coded right into their DNA. They are the creators. They unleash their ideas on diehard believers as well as the unconvinced. They make something new where there was nothing before. Shining a light to reveal what others can't see. So we say to all creators, your time is now to champion fresh ideas, build new movements, and earn what you deserve. From here on out, you define creativity, community, and commerce. We're just here to provide everything you need to make all that you imagine and share it with the world at the speed of culture. This is Spring for Creators. Good things happen when people connect. Great to meet you. You made it. Let's get started. And Calendly is how you connect so you can make those good things happen. <laughs> Calendly makes it easy to schedule a meeting with anyone, anytime, anywhere by simply sharing a link. You create one meeting request and everyone chooses from a list of times you're available. Calendly knows when you're available because it integrates securely with your calendars. Everyone picks a time slot, Calendly locks in the meeting, and it magically shows up on their calendars. 
Change your mind? Rescheduling is just as easy as scheduling. Calendly handles all of your bookings, reminders, and follow-ups, so you can go right to the good part. Good things happen when people connect, and Calendly makes that easy. Calendly. Easy ahead.
Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the show. Uh, sorry about for the pause, guys. We normally don't do stuff like this, but uh, it is a huge, huge show for tonight. I had to do the panels uh, and basically give uh, not only myself a break, but uh, the co-host here on Tuesdays, Jimmy the Rant. Uh, we do have Walt here in the digital green room here from Walt's Kitchen Table Podcast. Going to be bringing him in momentarily. Like I said, guys, a first-time guest on the show Love to get his insights. Love to get his comments on this topic. Has Disney gone too fucking far left? Let's bring him into the show, guys. Walt, how are you doing, Walt? Oh, man, I am blessed beyond belief. How are you, fellas? What's We're up, doing man? phenomenal. Uh, Walt, I'd love to introduce you to my co-host here on the show, Patriot Angle Podcast Unfiltered, Jimmy The Rant. Jimmy the Rant. What's, What's up, dude? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Shit, man. Any better, I'd be you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> good to good see one. you guys. Yeah, good to see you guys. So, uh, Walt, we want to know a little bit more about yourself, sir. Uh, if you could please tell the listeners here. And by the way, we are streaming live on Rumble and as well as uh, Facebook. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Facebook, um, which we're thinking about getting rid of all together because i mean you know uh, jimmy could tell you they've done some great diligence to this show and uh rumble such a different platform sir as yeah, you can uh, see we see your content on rumble as well too so awesome and um yeah facebook i got a email from them saying that they'll be slowly and surely not posting a lot of my content when i advertise my podcast if i put a podcast link in they won't post it if I put a advertiser and say, hey, go to this link to see a new episode or see the highlights of such episode, nope, won't post it. So <laughs> I don't, it's kind of tough, man. Because such a I, fucking uh, bummer, man. Yeah, because I denied to be on their podcast platform. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but why, would, why else would they uh, bring that in like that? You know what I mean? Well, it makes, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense for them to uh... – to put you at the bottom of the list while they're trying to control the content coming through. So they'll say, Hey, come over to our platform. Then the moment you go over to their platform, uh, you know, if you don't uh, abide by their rules, right. Then they'll start to slowly censor you and kind of put you on the back burner. So it's a lot of, it's dirty tricks, but they, they know how to, how to manipulate it. Right. So if you, if, if they, they, that's what they're doing. They're like, Oh, you know what? A lot of people post their podcasts on here. To, to get out to a greater uh, audience. So what we'll do is we'll try to own the market on it and then put them on the shelf so that their content doesn't get out there. Yeah, and then uh, it's kind of like the terms and conditions on an iPhone. Like, who the fuck reads that, right? Uh, but the, I'm part of a podcast group on Facebook, or on Inst uh, yeah, Facebook, and some of those guys, man, they dug that apart to the t – I mean, they read every line – and they're like, whatever you do, do not put your podcast on this platform. It's it's horrible. I didn't get into the details, but I'm like, ah, I trust these guys. Nope. Next. So. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Walt here. Um, we're talking about, uh, obviously, if you uh, just joining here on hour two, uh, we got into uh, on hour one, uh, basically, you know, just how far left uh, Disney World is going. You know, uh, where we're seeing bearded fucking men 
and their Disney themed restaurants uh, serving families. We're seeing now Disney characters, or I call them cast members, right? Or I don't even know what you fucking want to call them anymore. Uh, <laughs> literally holding hands together and reports saying that seen kissing. What's your insights on that, buddy? Well, so this came this came at a pretty good uh, timing when you guys sent me the email about the topic tonight because I was with a good buddy of mine and I'm I live in New Jersey. And oh. I found and I found out that and I have a I have a 15 month old son, so we can get into that a little bit because starting next year, I think statewide oh. in third in third grade. They're going to start teaching the kids the seven different sexes. Yeah, good old Yeah. And then in fifth grade, they're going to have a coming out day. Yeah, over my dead, over my dead fucking body at that point. In fifth fucking grade, you're going to tell my son what? Yeah, I, just, I can't even put my head around it, dude. That's and then crazy. I saw your. Hold and then what? You're gonna have a- yeah. Well, hold that thought. I, I want to bring in our second guest here on hour two. Uh, this is PJ Agnes. He's been on my show several times here. Always an honor and a privilege having him on my show. Well, I'm gonna introduce you to him, and then you guys can introduce each other. Uh, he knows uh, he knows Jimmy, but you know, obviously, you guys are strangers, <laughs> and you guys have never met, and. Please introduce yourself, sir. I'm going to bring him on momentarily. Uh, this is PJ Agnes of Archangel Protective Intelligence. PJ, how are you doing, sir? I am doing well, Mike. How about you? Doing great, sir. Do up oh, where? Did you he just dropped it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> PJ, uh, we thought we had to send the ES uh, EMS for you, sir. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, PJ, yeah, I'm having a little. Little issue here. Yeah, we can see that. Here we go. I think we got you on there now. Coming in clear. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's wait for PJ to get uh, coordinated here. Um, PJ, uh, I want to introduce you to uh, Walt. Uh, Walt, how do you say your last name? I don't want to pronounce it uh, wrong. I appreciate that. Blau. Blau. Okay, so this Blau. is Walt Blau of Walt's Kitchen Table Podcast uh, joining the show tonight. Uh, discussing uh, just what the hell is wrong with Disney and their radical agendas. So nice to meet you, bud. I think we got you on mute there, PJ, or you got yourself on mute. There, there you go. All right. Up. Yeah. Should be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got a nice, pair with PJ. Nice he doesn't really use StreamYard a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I well I think I'd, I'd be interested in hearing the rest of Walt's uh, what he was saying. I mean, yeah, so, go ahead, Walt. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So PJ, I found out I have a I have a 15 month old son, and I found out here in New Jersey that in third grade they teach you the seven different sexes, and then in fifth grade you have a coming out party. In fifth. Wow. In fifth grade, dude, I did shit, man. I didn't even know what the hell. I don't even think I knew what the hell a penis was at fucking in sixth grade. And let's say, you know, of course I knew I had one, but that's about all I knew what to do with it. <laughs> what the fuck? And then, and then they there's the the Walt Disney stuff. What do you want that to? 
you want Disney characters to teach my kids? I mean, I, I, I have a hard time with a lot of that stuff, man. And I guess we can just go down that rabbit hole. But I mean, I don't care, dude. My theory with anybody and everything, I don't fucking care who you bang. I don't care what gods or God you believe in. I don't give a shit about any of that. Pull your own fucking weight and just be a good dude. That's it. And if you, and if you believe and you worship the fucking garden gnome out front, Hey, right on, dude. If that brings you joy and peace, great. But don't come knocking on my door and tell me if I don't worship the garden gnome that I'm a piece of shit. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah. uh, Well, I I could totally agree with you. I love your content, by the way. Very unfiltered, I I must say. Uh, Thanks. 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 You know, by your podcast, I've seen your podcast. I'm not sure if Jimmy has uh, seen a little bit of it. Uh, I did mention you to Jimmy in the last week here. So he he's probably he doesn't he's probably doesn't really you know know your content yet. And I told him to check out Walt's uh, podcast because he gets into some unfiltered politics. Really good, <laughs> really good stuff. Jimmy, I like your shirt too, dude. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I'm I'm in a, I'm a fellow New Jerseyan too, so I feel your pain on that. And my son is 18 months. I got oh. two old, I got two older boys, but one of them is in private school, the other one's in uh, in public. But uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I think that that was the what, what me and Mike were talking about in the first hour was what Governor DeSantis did was the perfect thing. You know, listen, Disney is a huge company. Again, we have the right to turn off their content, not support them, not buy their stuff. But when you do have state employees like teachers and they want to teach this type of shit, we need our elected officials to step in and say, this isn't allowed on the government on the government level. That's the point of, of voting these individuals in. They're supposed to represent us. Unfortunately, in New Jersey, uh, you know, you being uh, and Mike Mike being, uh, you know, he was a resident of New Jersey too. Unfortunately, we know it's a blue state, so we know that people cry for this stuff. They're like, "Oh, we love it. We absolutely love it. Make the kids gay. We love it." And you're like. I need my kid to pass math and science first because he needs to get into school. And you're like, no, teach him that he's teach him about white guilt, teach him about being gay, teach him about. And I'm like, listen, those subjects should, in my opinion, should be, uh, you know, you should segue them into high school. Right. When when kids are coming of age and have a little bit more of an understanding, if you want to teach a 13, 14 year old and say, hey, you know, there's this because if you have a 13, 14, 15 year old. You know they're gonna they're gonna take it a certain way. Their hormones are racing. If you want to teach them, I mean that's when we had sex ed in high school, first year yeah. in high school. We didn't have it in in grammar school. And by the time I got to high school, I you know I was already experimenting with girls and stuff like that already. So you have well, an you idea. Know, here's uh, here's the- my content. Yeah, here's my here's my uh, here's my question for all of you guys, and I love to get everybody's insight. You know, on um, we play we plugged a uh, a video in earlier tonight on the show during hour one of just different types of Floridians, little different, different types of Floridians, given their views and their comments on this woke Disney agenda, saying that Ron DeSantis was right on passing this law, right? And then um, some Floridians literally saying that, you know, Ron DeSantis is being the bully against Disney World. Now, I want to get uh, Walt's uh, answer on this, 
and then I'll plug in the video for Walt so he can play a little catch up here. Uh, Walt, what's your views on this? Well, I think it comes, I think just like everything else in the world, it comes down to money. Uh, I believe that somebody, I don't know what group, or I don't know enough about that, decided to jump on this woke bandwagon with a company the size of Disney, crash the fucking stock because that's what it did. I don't know if it went back up or not. I know you guys could probably answer that. Uh, crash the stock and then do what they normally do. Bring it back up. And during that time, they moved money around and now they're going to get even fucking richer. That's just, yeah. I think it doesn't have much to do. I guess my opinion is they felt a little bit of pressure from the 0.04% of society. Right. So fuck that. They're so fucking loud that they, they said, we got to do something. Well, of course those guys and women or whoever runs these huge companies are absolutely brilliant or their lawyers are. And they said, okay, why don't you sue the public and say, our characters are going to do this. Our characters are going to do that. And until this time we have until four years to make sure that all our characters are, and everybody goes, yay. And everybody that now look, we're still talking about it. How fucking great. How, how great a uh, advertisement is that? Then you see the stock plummet and it's almost like they sabotage it to make more money. That's just my opinion on that. I think I think it just goes yeah. I think it goes a little bit deeper. I think you have people that were uh listen, I have I have uh you know friends that are gay and they're they're like listen, they're like we're just normal gay. Like everything that's going on, <laughs> everything that's going on now normal is gay. Well, that's 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 how they explain it to me. Like everything yeah, yeah. now, yeah, is is kind of crazy because they're like, hey, it, it's like being gay is a is a sexual preference for to me, right, for me, but it's not my identity. And they're like these individuals when it comes to transgender, it's their identity. So they're constantly fighting for that identity and constantly fighting to be accepted. And unfortunately, you have a lot of people that are in these uh, these uh, CEO positions or in these panels, right, in these large corporations where they might have been one of those people and felt like I was never accepted fully. So they're like, here's my here's my chance now to oh, to impose my will point. on these companies and kind of take it out like kind of take it out. And it's a good example with a lot of different things that go on. It's it's taking the the whip of oppression from one hand and they want it in their hand now. Well it's like the guy that got fucking bullied his whole life becomes a police officer. And now he's the asshole. He's the fucking police officer that whips everybody. Well, that's what that's what I mean. It's it's same it's thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Writing, it's, yeah. It's writing an injustice for that person by taking it out on anyone else that had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. Good yeah, point, let's uh, let's get some insights here on PJ. I think we got PJ back on the panel here. I think he was having some difficulties. PJ, uh, what's what's your analysis on this, there, sir? PJ. Well, I've been a Disney fan my entire life. Um, I I know this company. Uh, we grew up with family in Orlando. We went there every four years. I went to Disney for my honeymoon. Obviously, I just wrote this article about some of some of the origins um, with ex intelligence officers. 
I know what kind of a guy Walt Disney was, and I know what kind of a company. Oh. Yeah, I think we lost you there, PJ. You there, Pete? PJ, I think I think I think we lost your transmission there, sir. Uh, whatever headset you're using, it's coming in and going. But uh, you know, I, guys, I want to plug in this uh, this piece here. I'll just basically overlay it here on the show. Uh, just literally, uh, PJ had wrote an article. Uh, if if you guys are well aware of uh, Minnesota's uh, media group, uh, Koala Media, in the great state of uh, Minnesota, where PJ uh, resides at. Wrote an article here, guys, on Koala Media. Check this out here. Uh, basically here, you know, the spies who built a Magic Kingdom by P.J. Agnes <laughs> that pretty much wrote this up. You can check it out first and foremost here on the website. I'll plug in a little bit more into this. You know, that's what the storytellers do. They restore, they restore order with imagination and I mean, you like I said, you could read the entire article, guys, on Koala Media, uh, which is a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, uh, media group. Um, have you read that, uh, Jimmy? Have you got into that that article by PJ? No, I'd have to. I got to check it out, man. I haven't had a chance. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's a really damn good article. Um, you know, uh, I thought PJ did like a tremendous job on that piece. And as you could say, uh, you know, he's a true advocate of conservatism here in America. And he also does other things as well, too. He uh, pretty much gets into uh, espionage, uh, which I'd love to get his insight, but, I, you know, apparently he's having some issues and glitches on his end. You know, that's what happens. You know, it's the, the internet world. We come so fucking far, but still people still have fucking problems here. You know what I mean, Walt? <laughs> yeah. Technology's great till it's not. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so you know, uh, like there he goes again. He's popping and going. I guess the uh, the Wi-Fi there in uh, Minnesota is not the greatest, and sometimes we have that fucking problem with uh, uh, with uh, with Sauce here that that will be joining us here on hour three. Uh, Sauce is, I mean, he's from a little country town of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, probably the most liberalist fucking area of the United <laughs> States, and I mean, he, he comes and goes. Jimmy and I, we had to play like. You know, like Duck Duck Goose, just trying to understand him. Uh, one episode, he was like, you know, kind of like a cell phone uh, call, you know. But uh, but but uh, uh, you know, Walt here. It's a funny. It's it's kind of coincidence. We have a man named Walt, and we're talking about the company Walt Disney, right? I you mean, know, it's, and it's kind of funny. People are like, "What's your?" In my accent, depending on how I'm feeling at the time, I'll say, "My name's Walt," and they're like, "What, Paul?" I'm like. No, Walt like Disney, and they're like, "Oh, okay, I get that part. Okay, yeah, Walt. Okay, gotcha." I'm like, but <clears throat> back when I was drinking, I'm I've been sober a long time, but back when I was drinking, you could barely understand my name if I told you when I was three sheets yeah. into the wind. <clears throat> but, are you you must be? Are you closer to Philly? Uh, no, I'm Central Jersey. I'm actually Montclair. Montclair. Okay, not too yeah. far. Yeah, I'm in Hudson County, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, I. Uh, Montclair is beautiful. I love that place. Yeah, <laughs> I moved up. I moved out from Colorado and I moved into uh, Morristown, right? Okay. That was the first town I moved, uh, and that's a beautiful, beautiful town. So you're a transplant. How long? 
What's that? How long have you been here? 13? 2013? Okay. Oh, 2013? All right. Relatively new. Because I can hear it. I'm like, you know, he must be from South Jersey because the accent doesn't does not uh, line up with a New Jersey accent a little bit too much. So. No, Colorado, actually, bud. I moved out here from Colorado. So let me ask you a question. Where do you move from? Like, where do you uh, align yourself on a political spectrum, Walt? A little, well, a little bit every, I mean, it's not, I can't say far left, far right. It's kind of dependent on the subject, you know, and that's what I bat, I don't battle with it, but I always keep myself true. You know, if I agree with something, I agree with something. And I, and going back to your identification, I don't identify as anything. Like you can ask me what I think about a certain thing and I'll give you my answer. And I don't mind giving you a, my solid truth answer because that's what I live by. But, you know, to, so it's hard to, you know, if you're going scale, it, eh, it, could, it could go either way. You know, I, I believe the second amendment is rock solid to me, you know, abortion, let her fucking do whatever she wants. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So I can go all over the place. No, yeah, I hear you. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to sit into a certain uh, a certain set of values, which I don't find myself in them either, because I'm not a I'm not a conservative, and I think a lot of people think right wing is conservative. I'm a constant. I'm definitely a constitution a constitutionalist, right? I believe in upholding the constitution, but there's certain social. Yeah, but Jimmy, that- you're one of those. Hey, hey, Jimmy, you're one of those guys that like. You're like. You're like an old school old man trapped in a young man's body. You know? <laughs> my like man, my man. I'm pushing I'm eighty. Literally. You look good. You <laughs> look good for eighty, there, Jimmy. Yeah. No, I 80. like that. Would you say a constitutionalist? Well, yeah, I believe in upholding the values of of the Constitution. You know, like, um, but I I wouldn't say I'm my sliding scale is too wide. I used to be a libertarian, and libertarian was at one point on the left. What happened was, uh, or more than that, right? fucking Bernie Sanders, man. <laughs> no, never, never Bernie Sanders. Ron Not Paul, that far, huh? Ron, Ron Paul, definitely, right? So I would say that after a certain – well, listen, I grew, up, I grew up as a Democrat, so that was my family growing up. We grew up in the, we grew up in the ghetto. We grew up in a poor neighborhood. I was taught that. You know, that's what you were when you were poor, you're a Democrat, the government's going to help you. Uh, as I grew, as I got older, I started to realize that, it, uh, in my opinion, the Democratic Party wants you to stay poor so you can stay their voting base. And they didn't help you yeah. at all. What they did was they, they hung a carrot in front of you and they gave you just enough to get by. But when you started earning a little bit more to better yourself, they take it away from you and then you get trapped back in that vicious cycle. And that's kind of why people touch on this whole socioeconomics of like, the yeah, damage. yeah. They, they do the same shit to me down here in Atlanta. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I reside here in Metro Atlanta, Georgia, and they look at me and they're like, ah, another fucking New Yorker, you know? <laughs> well, the thing is, but, I know. see that my, my job took me into, uh, Jimmy, you probably get this. It took me in the depths of Newark and Jersey city. Yeah, I work, I work, I work out of there. So, yeah. yeah, so you know, down the beautiful city of Newark every day. Yeah. yeah. See now, now my my wife works in Newark as well, and I go, we st- we don't both work in Newark. 
You work in one part of Newark. I work in the other part of Newark. Uh, here yeah. yeah, we're going to try to bring PJ back into the panel. Hopefully, uh, he gave me a thumbs up here on a, on a private chat here. Hopefully, he has a stream running. PJ, buddy. Oh, he's all, he's all smiles tonight, right, PJ? I can hear you okay. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, buddy. Uh, the aliens Good. are. I don't know what is going on tonight, but I had to really quickly change some things around. I don't have any headphones in right now. That's I'm good. That uh, I think that's what it was doing. Those, those, those fucking those headphones, man, were 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 disturbing the the, the the fee. But we can hear you now. Good. Yeah, I don't know what it. I don't know that it was those because I lost those a while ago, and I couldn't hear any of you guys. But I'm here now. Yeah. Hey, PJ. Uh, won't you? Uh, I don't know if you heard the last bit here of the piece. We were talking about your. Uh, your affiliation with Koala Media, that uh, an article you put out uh, relating the topic we're talking about tonight on Disney. You put that out on Koala Media. Uh, you want to basically explain why you feel that way that you put out on that article? Well, I real quick. Well, I'm it, sorry. it was more of a more of a history piece. Um, but Walt Disney and the the people that um, really. Walt Disney World in Florida were actually intelligence officers. Uh, Wild Bill Donovan, who headed the OSS, and Paul Hellowell, who was a OSS officer, later became a CIA officer, um, who was covertly financing the Bay of Pigs invasion at the same time that he was setting up this private government for Walt Disney. And he wasn't a fan of regulation. He wasn't a fan of government. Uh, he, he was a shady dude. I mean, he was, um, you know, laundering money for the CIA. He was trying to kill Fidel Castro at the same oh, time. Shit. That this is, uh, he was running this, is, this disinformation this the, uh, the campaign for right, Disney and setting up this improvement district for Disney. But they they were all staunch anti-communists. And okay. all of them would be rolling over in their graves if they could see what was happening with kind of this neo-Marxist and really kowtowing to the Chinese Communist Party that Disney is doing nowadays. This was Holy absolutely shit. antithetical to the people in that were involved in heading up the company. Walt Disney, of course, was a conservative Christian, staunch anti-communist. And right. he's really been demonized by the left because he was an anti-communist, not in any way anti-Semitic at all. In fact, he surrounded himself with a bunch of people who were ethnically Jewish, oh. but wow. they would be rolling over in their graves if they if yeah, they that, saw 
Yeah, what kind hold that thought. Uh, BJ, you're getting into some really now. good topics here. Um, I think Walt had something to say uh, towards that. Go ahead, Walt. No, what I uh, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance. I didn't know anything about that article until you just brought it up. And I was just hoping to get kind of a 30,000-foot view uh, recap of that article so I could keep up with the conversation on that. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> It's a it's a good uh, good piece that uh, PJ put out there on Koala Media. He's a he's a big big advocate of that company there up in uh, Minnesota. True, true. Uh, uh, I believe an American media company, right? They put out really really good stuff. They don't give you that biased crap of politics that you see that shit on CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News for that matter. This company puts out really really good, uh, really good stuff. Good stuff, like stuff that you have to go, whoa, like, I didn't see that on Breitbart even. Holy shit, you know? But, uh, a, yeah, good stuff, PJ. I got a question for you, though, PJ. Um, being that, you know, what you're saying is that this, the start of Disney was uh, heavily influenced by, like, CIA, right? Like people were operatives inside Central Intelligence Agency. Would you say that... Or is there any, and I'm not too sure, but would you say that maybe what's going on now is there's some elements of MK Ultra kind of sprinkled into the way that they're uh, streaming their content and like using their brand right now? I'm not getting anything you guys are saying. It's There's been some pretty severe weather here. Um, I wonder if it's my Wi-Fi, but I can't hear it. Anything you guys are saying. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, PJ, um, basically, if you could hear me, he was basically saying, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, get ahead, Jimmy. I'll, I'll let you say it in your own words, man. Can you, can you hear me, PJ? I don't, yeah, I don't think you can hear us. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I, I, Houston, I, I, we have a problem. I think yeah, I think, he, I think – PJ, like we could see him clear here on the screen, but he says he's experiencing some really, really bad storms up there in Minnesota. So, uh, PJ, if you can hear me, buddy, uh, you know we were basically asking a question uh, uh, relevant to to that article that you had posted on Koala Media. I don't know if you could hear us at all, but uh, if you could hear us, man, give us a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, we just lost PJ, but uh, unfortunate guys, uh, you know. Uh, The man is experiencing heavy uh, thunderstorms, probably lightning. So I, I just looked in the area where he's from, and he's experiencing a lot of uh, bad weather. So, you know, the, those storms could be kind of trickling out the uh, the Wi-Fi uh, in his home. So, uh, you know, uh, Walt, if you want to get into any any more questions, I know I know we only had scheduled you for 45 minutes, but uh, kind of approaching uh, that, that 45 mark. If you yeah, want to no get into problem. any more content here, sir, the floor is yours. Now, uh, Jimmy, I want to go back to what you were saying, <clears throat> and I, I, I'm pretty sure I agree with you that because that seems to be the natural timeline or the natural order that that would follow, right, with MK Ultra. Well, I'm just, you know, he's he's like heavily into. We we kind of say he's heavily PJ's heavily into uh, like Intel stuff, right? And he writes some Intel pieces for that that media company, so. You know, if we're if we're saying that it's kind of like 
were saying on one hand that they were, you know, anti-communist and staunch hard, uh, you know, conservative Christians, but then at the same time involved with the CIA, which is, which could be happening, but we know that the CIA was working on MK Ultra, which was a form of mind control. And we know, I'm not saying we know, but what things that I've read, right. It says that the television was its first kind of, uh, big experiment into MK Ultra, right? They were able to broadcast out uh, information that they wanted you to take in and see what, you know, they'd give you a, uh, what do you call that? Stimuli and stimulus, right? To see what the reaction was, right? And right, right. So I'm, I'm wondering if, the, if, if, if Disney had anything to do with kind of fine tuning that, right? Cause you're, 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 streamline the content to kids right so that'd be a perfect example you have a company where it has roots within central intelligence agency right and then Mm -hmm. you're taking the content now and you're trying to see well can we alter the way people think by broadcasting it to them i don't know crazy i know it sounds crazy well hey hey, jimmy if i may I, i took myself off camera here so i can basically narrate this uh this information here so viewers can understand basically where PJ was going and also you, Jimmy and, uh, and Walt here that, uh, where, where PJ was going with this here. And I had to look this up for myself, the dark secrets of Disney that you don't know <laughs> that Walt Disney was an FBI informant. I don't know if even you Walt, or Jimmy, uh, knew that, uh, Disney was also responsible for lemons committing mass suicides it also states, uh, number three, that there is no clear explanation regarding abandoned parks, which uh, seem to be all over the country. We see a lot of abandoned parks uh, from Walt Disney himself. Why they never went into full production, I'm not really sure. Okay, number four, there was a mysterious death of Debbie Stone. Now, who was Debbie Stone? She was a big, big uh, executive of the company of Disney. Okay, where and how she died, a lot of people don't understand that. And uh, people are probably hearing this information here on the Patriot Angle podcast unfiltered for the very first time because not even CNN or any other media group, probably even Koala Media went into this. And I do give credit to Koala Media because their sources are very, very accurate, folks. Very accurate. Where they get their sources, I don't know. I would love, love to question Mr. Koala himself from that media group where they're getting this information because a lot of it is true. Uh, Number five, Disneyland reports numerous incidents of people spilling ashes of their loved ones. What's up with that? I don't understand that. Like, does anybody have any questions with that? With the ash, the last, well, I I just think that that would be, that one doesn't, that one doesn't seem to bother me much because that'd be like, if you love being on the mountains or in the ocean, you spread your ashes, right? If somebody, because I know some people that are just fucking bonkers for that theme yeah. park, or like that, they identify themselves and that's all they do. So for them to pass away and get their ashes spread over there, I, I could see that. Uh, <clears throat> but the first thing that came to my mind was you're going through the first three or four was look how big. I mean, we can't, uh, we probably don't even have the slightest we can touch on a little bit how big of an impact that this corporation has had just on the world. Right. Oh, sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So can you, can you imagine 
the people or organizations that approach this dude or try to, I guess, for lack of better words, infiltrate, infiltrate this corporation through like, what was that lady's name? Uh, the, the lady's name was actually um, uh, Debbie Stone. Uh, so she had a if, huge, huge affiliation with the company as a high executive. So. Okay, so call me, call me fucking crazy, right? Jimmy, jump in if you think I'm crazy on this. Mm. I can't get to Walt Disney. Me, I want to get my impact, and I want him to, because he can, he streams to millions and millions and millions of little people and and adults. I can't get to him. So who's next down in line? That'd be like, you can't get to me, so now you're going to get after my wife or my son because you can get to them easier. Well, this it, is Wouldn't the- that be the same? Wouldn't that be, I mean, if we're going to talk yeah. about conspiracy theories, why wouldn't you go after Debbie Stone and then all of a sudden she's gone? I mean. Well, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't like to label things, a lot of things conspiracy theory. We can call it conspiracy talk because there's been, there's been a lot of, a lot of, uh, <laughs> proven things right and let's just take i mean listen anybody involved uh in uh, in opposition of the clinton family ends up suicided anybody um you for instance we had uh scientology right church of scientology oh. L- let's just i'm just using an example not to not to segue off the subject but you had l ron hubbard he was the the wackadoo in charge of that and then you had um you had Miscavige come in, right? I forget it's for David Miscavige, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, at that point, the, the government wanted to go after them, right? So what did they do? They infiltrated the IRS, right, with their own people, and then they sued, and then they found a loophole and sued every individual uh, IRS agent on their ass, right, in the company until the government gave in and said, okay, we'll give you your your uh, your nonprofit, uh, you know, tax exempt type of thing. So. When you see things on a scale that large that's actually proven, right? You can't you can't say that a company this big that's buying up everything doesn't have those kind of dirty roots. He just said it that the there's a lot of shady individuals that with the start of the company, and I guarantee you there was a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of things in there or a lot of things coming up um, that screams fucking whatever. You know but I mean? hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, did you even see here? And I'm reading more about this dirty uh, scandal shit of Disney, uh, both on Disney World and Disneyland out there in California, that there is such thing as uh, a Disney jail. Yeah, I don't know if you two uh, uh, are aware of that, where if you don't express the Disney magic, right, the wonderful world of Disney, or what I like to call it now in the 2022, right? The wonderful wokeness of Disney, right? Hello, <laughs> dreamers. Welcome to Disneyland, right? You know, like if you don't agree with their agendas, here's an article here that I was reading. One of these is the Walt Disney World Jail, which many guests have shared stories about over the years. Both Disneyland and Disney World in Florida have a procedure in place that puts guests in a holding area until further assistance can arrive. What? Okay. Okay. To play devil's advocate on that. Have you ever, <clears throat> have you guys ever fucked up so bad at a sporting event? You get yeah, put in jail. They, yeah. They got the bullpens there. So <clears throat> they put you in, you know, they put you in, they put you in a holding cell in the sports. Uh, 
stadium. So would that be the same at Walt Disney World? You go and punch out Goofy, and they tackle you and throw you in jail till further assessment is needed. I or, would or hold on, or with the new wokeness of Disney, <laughs> if you say that gays are evil, do you go to Facebook? Uh, not Facebook. Do you go to Disney World jail? Come on, Whoa. man. So, Whoa. Michael, you've been in face. You've been in Facebook jail before, I assume. Oh, well, many listen, times, I, many, I, many listen, times, many, many times. Mike, I, on the other hand, though, if there was somebody inside the park screaming out gays are evil, I would, I would probably want them to detain them. You know, I'm just saying, if you're inside the park harassing me, if you're outside, you do whatever you want. But once you, if you bought a ticket and you're in there and you're acting like a fucking clown, of course they're going to throw <laughs> you in the, they're going to throw you in the, the Disney jail until the cops come and get your ass. So, yeah, um, but- but Jimmy, I don't think you understand what 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 they're what they're going through here. They're 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 basically uh, it's almost like a uh, a, a, a disinformation board uh, similarity that we see here on Facebook. You know, like uh, you, Jimmy, we just touched on that. What like about a week ago, two weeks ago, the disinformation, right? The Ministry of Truth. Are we seeing a version of the Ministry of Truth inside Disney World now, where if you don't agree with their magical world of Disney, you go into jail. No, I don't. I don't think that. I, I think you're reading that. that. I, I think that that article is out of context because, um, again, if we're going to compare a private company to a government, like you know, uh, a government function, right? If uh, if if you were to be out on the street and you were protesting and they lock you up that way, then yeah, I have a problem with that because that's in, infringing on your your freedom of speech, your, uh, you know, first amendment. Right. But if you're, if you buy a ticket and you go inside fucking Disneyland at Disney world and you start acting crazy in there. Oh yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Telling that to the disinformation board of Nina, uh, Javakowicz where, Oh wait, she doesn't work for the disinformation board because she couldn't handle the pressure. You know? I mean, again, I don't think they have a disinformation board at Disney because I think that they have an agenda they have their corporate agenda and they're going to put it out there. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're a huge company. I don't think they need to put you in, uh, in, in Disney jail. They could probably put you in Disney, uh, a Disney grave if they really wanted to. I mean, yeah, if you're acting like a complete asshole on property and you know, you're, you're fucking punching the, uh, yeah. the cast members in the face or, you know, you know, pulling the, the tail or something. I've seen a video just come out last year. Uh, with this British girl visiting with her family, and she was being, you know, she's being basically being an asshole, if you ask me. And she's pulling, did you see that, Walt? She's pulling the damn tail. And this was the mouse from uh, Ratatouille. And how old was this? How old was she? She must have been maybe 15, 16 years old. And she's pulling the tail. And the cast member that was playing the the rat from Ratatouille, the mouse or rat, whatever the hell it was, walked up to her, whispered something in your ear, and you can see the captions come in where you can't really understand the vocabulary and the language, saying, if you do that one more fucking time, I'm going to make sure you get fucking kicked out of this fucking uh, park. (laughs) You don't use language, but even a 16-year-old, I can understand, is like almost somewhat of an adult, but you're around children. You shouldn't use this language. That's the wokeness I, I feel that Disney's dude, going too far. You dude, know? I, was, I was at the park with my son the other day, and there was a – they had to be 11 or 12 years old. 
Yeah. This this girl and this kid, and they're like, "Hey, motherfucker, get over here, you son of a bitch, motherfucker!" And I'm like, "All right, well, oh, that's, I, just normal. that's just normal. They don't. Have that's to- Jersey, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's no uh, there's no manners. Yeah. I was in a park. I was in the park yesterday. Kid was screaming, suck my dick, uh, throughout the park. So. You know, but, I, I wouldn't say they learned that from Disney. They just learned that from asshole parents. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And absolutely, uh, right? So, hold well, that, the, go, yeah, well, oh, go hold ahead. that thought. Hold that thought. I want to plug in something here before you depart, sir, and I'll let you get the floor so you can uh, uh, basically explain to the viewers how they can find you. But check this uh, Check this piece out here. Disney CEO Bob Chapek has a better way to advance the LGBTQ agenda. What is it? Find out. What's recently happened is over in Florida, where Disney has a really big footprint, think about Disney World and those sorts of things, there's legislation being put forth, being discussed. It's called the Don't Say Gay Bill. Don't Say Gay Bill. Don't Say Gay Bill by those who oppose it. The legislation basically says that teachers or third parties cannot teach sexual orientation, gender identity issues, and really in line with the LGBTQ agenda. They cannot teach that and they cannot advocate for it. And it must be age appropriate and all the other ages as well. The fact that that is a controversy kind of shows the state of our culture. Some of the employees of Disney who are friendly to the LGBTQ movement got together with CEO Bob Chapek of Disney to voice their concern that Disney had made no public statements renouncing the legislation being discussed. After that conversation, he sent out an email, a memo to all the employees of Disney talking about why they have not done that, where they stand and what they're actually trying to do. And the email is very, very enlightening to what they think, believe, and what they're actually trying to do with their product. And so I'll read a couple of quotes from his email to his employees about why they're choosing to do what they do and being silent publicly on this, but still pushing for the agenda in a different way. He would argue, and I would actually agree with him in a more powerful way. So he says in his email to his employees, first off, he says, I want to be crystal clear that I and the entire leadership team are unequivocally standing in support of the LGBTQ employees, their families and communities and world. And so just note right off the bat that he, the CEO and the leadership of Disney, they want to push for for this LGBTQ agenda. They think this is what a more inclusive world would look like and they're on board with that revolution. So they're pushing for that change within what they are thinking and producing within their company. So as we've seen time and again, corporate statements do very little to change outcomes or minds. Instead, they often are weaponized by one side or the other to further divide and inflame. Simply put, they can be counterproductive and undermine more effective ways to achieve change. I don't want anyone to mistake a lack of a statement for lack of support. We all share the same goal of a more tolerant, respectful world where we may differ as in the tactics to get there. He's saying we got a better tactic to achieve the revolution that we're looking for within the LGBTQ agenda. So what... All right, guys, I had to stop it because that's that's like a 30-minute fucking clip and I don't want to plug 30 minutes into the show and just bore everybody with a fucking video clip. But basically what he's saying is that everybody differs from opinion, right? But... I want to throw a narrative of my personal opinion. This is a family company, okay? A family company. There shouldn't be any behavior such as that just thrown in. Yeah, we have uh, modernized our society and we welcome to an extent of LGBTQ plus people, right? But here's my question, Walt, and you can answer this if you'd like. If they cannot accept who they are as a person, why should we? So you're talking about the committee, according to this email or this thing that we just watched. Yeah. You're talking about the, the people in this committee that went to 
<clears throat> the CEO and said, we demand change. Yeah. Right. And did I recap that? Right. Yeah. You got, you got it pretty much right. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> to me, that's terrorism, but it's a public company or it's a private company. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But here's and like the Jimmy and, and like Jimmy said earlier, and I've made this statement before about um, when uh, what's his name? The comedian Dave Chappelle got fucking oh. torn apart. Right. Uh, I said, do you listen? And well, I was talking to a couple people and I said, do you listen to like heavy rap music, like super gangster rap music? They're like, oh, no. I go, so you don't turn it on and then bitch about it that you turned it on and you're listening to it. No, we don't do that. Do the same fucking thing. Well, Don't turn it on. Well, I just think that, unfortunately, for them, right? Um, listen, hom- homosexuality is is a is a thing. You know, Pe- there there are, are people out there that are gay, and and that's okay. You know, and I think that if Disney is going to, if Disney was to put out some content that had some gay, like not, I'm not talking about sexualized, but it was, if it was explaining two dads or two moms. Then I'm, I kind of understand that. I'm not a staunch. I'm not anyone watching this or listening. I'm not a conservative, so I wouldn't. I'm, I don't have like hardcore Christian values, but I do. I do believe in the Bible, right? I do believe in, uh, in God. I'm just not a big religious person. So what I would say is that yeah, we have come to a point where it is more prevalent, right? People are more open about their sexuality so they can. So there might be two dads or two moms picking the kids up. And I can understand Disney doing some of that. The problem is they talk about that committee and and what the CEO is talking about is tolerance, right? The problem is, is tolerance is only accepted on their end. But when you, if somebody said to me, do you agree? And I go, I don't agree. Then they're not tolerant anymore. So the same people preaching the tolerance. Oh, wow. Great point. We need to be tolerant. Everybody needs to be tolerant. And you're like, well, I don't really agree. And they're like, oh, what a piece of shit. What a bigot. And you're like, wait. Yeah, but Jimmy, do you think that they're, hey, Jimmy, do you think that they're, uh, I mean, in a way, I find it that by pretty much introducing this type of material or, you know, content into, into the company, do you think it's weaponizing something more severe? You know, Walt brings a good point. It can be looked up as uh, terrorism to an extent. Well, no. What, what, now, let me correct that. What I think... Is that what you thing, meant there, uh, Walt? I'm sorry. I no, may have, what may I, have that, read that wrong, okay, but... That, no, that's okay. The terrorism part came from when a group inside the company comes to the CEO and says, if you don't do this, you know, we don't know what they said to him that they might have said, and I'm totally speculating here, they might have said, we're going to do this or we're going to do that, whatever they thought that was proper at the time. And where I get this idea from is years ago, I had a customer that his all his employees got together and said, you need to do this or we're going to walk out. And he goes, there's the door. He goes, I don't negotiate with terrorists. And I went, holy shit. Well, it makes a point, right? I mean, if a group of people, and back in the pirate days, they called it mutiny. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah if you didn't agree with the uh, their their pirate ways, right? If if 
if you weren't going to go to that <clears throat> that uh that castle and storm the castle and steal whatever the fuck you could steal, right? Uh, you you were basically well, committing mutiny against your own group, right? Well, that yeah, and in in a, in a in a on a boat on a ship, right? Yeah, most of the most of the crew didn't agree with the captain. They all got together and fucking mutiny and whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, well, and, politics existed even way back in medieval times, wow, even prairie times. Dude, I mean, fuck, shit. Fuck, dude, politics started when the first caveman fucking kicked the other caveman. Right? I mean, we heard, from, uh, we heard from Jack Sparrow saying, this ah. is strategy. And then Jack was like, no, this is politics. <laughs> now, yeah, exactly. Now, the thing is, though, Jimmy, I, I 1,000% agree with you on that to where – I think that a lot of people learned a lot of stuff, values and different things throughout the years with Disney. Do you guys agree with that? Like uh, yeah. kids nowadays, right? I, now, I, would, I would say that they're like their 90s movies had, even if there were some subtle kind of weird things thrown in there, I would say that, uh, what is that? Oh, <laughs> I would say, I would say that, there were some good con- there were some good movies that came out and I don't I don't know I watched Aladdin the other day I don't know I don't remember what the fuck it taught oh. me but I mean it wasn't like remember Jimmy we were hey Jimmy we were just talking about that piece before uh, Walt came on remember what the what the piece you were saying the hidden fucking the hidden fucking messages that Disney doesn't Dude. like you don't understand as a kid oh my God are you talking about Aladdin with uh Robin Williams the classic yeah yeah yeah. I saw that in the theater with this girlfriend I was dating at the time. There was so much fucking adult sexual humor in that thing. Oh I was God, the only was one. It? Yeah. We just didn't Dude, understand. I was it. The only, yeah. I was the only one laughing in the theater. I'm like looking around like nobody just got that. Nobody understood what. Well, oh my God. Well, well, get it now as an adult. But when you were five, six years nah, old, nah, nah. That, I mean, come on. Nah. But, but going back to what Jimmy was saying now, if you got two moms or two dads and they want to make a, some pieces that have two dads and they go to pick up their son or daughter at a daycare and they see him in public and that kind of thing. I think that's, you know, that's given information about. So now if my son sees that and we're walking down the street and his buddy shows up and he's got two dads. Sure. He might ask me, sure. I'll tell him, Hey, this is what, yeah. what this is what it's about, but maybe he might understand it just a little bit. But to go so far over what they're doing, it's like jamming it, just like forcing it down your throat. They've gone too far. Yeah. 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 They've gone against against the science, right? They go, all right, well, men can have babies now. And you're like, no, they can't. Yeah. Where the hell did that even come from? Well, you're a bigot now because you don't believe that. I'm like, listen. Yeah. If you want to believe because you uh, you had a surgery that you're now part of the opposite sex, then that's fine. You can believe that, but scientifically that says no, and your and your male or female reproductive organs say otherwise. So, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and have a book read to my kid of a fucking whatever with a mustache and a beard like oh, I'm having a baby. Like, no, this isn't fucking no. Uh, well, in third, dude, in third grade in New Jersey. But hey, Walt. Gonna... Uh, before you, hey, before you leave, uh, if we if we can agree on something, uh, if Walt Disney wants to look for a poster or something, I'll, I'll be glad to send him this poster and I'll show it right now. Literally, that's what Mickey Mouse should look like right now. You know, I mean, you know? I mean, 
Seriously, that's I'll funny. email the damn pitcher over to yeah. Walt Disney World right now. That's probably that's probably nowhere near as worse that they've probably got in the mail and in emails. People probably are hammering them pretty hard. Probably. I mean, they, they took they they went in a direction, man. And again, we we I, t- I said it before. I think it's money. You think I so? Think, uh, yep. I when you played that when you played that uh, video just now with the CEO. Yeah. When those people. The first thing that came to my mind again was when those people came to the CEO, he went to the board and they said, let's do this and everybody will cheer because look, and then we'll have some people that are pissed. Our stock will tank, which it did. And now watch uh, probably what four months. What's today? Well, what's what quarter are we in? Second quarter? We're in the second quarter? Uh, no, we're yeah, like, in this, I think we're, was it the second quarter? quarter? Yeah, we're in the second quarter. Second right. quarter. Yeah. Watch by the yeah. look what the Disney stock will be in the fourth quarter. We're about to right. go into the third quarter in about a, another couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah. Watch the fourth quarter yeah. of Disney stock. Yeah, well that that's also oh, it's the gonna new go down. Of, yeah. That's the no, way, it'll go. That, that's the new way of people uh also getting for us. Is they yeah. is they they try to bully the companies now. So the same thing happened with Joe Rogan. Right? Yeah, they tried to bully him. They've tried, to, they've tried to cancel Rogan for a long time. They couldn't. So now that he's with Spotify, what they've done is uh, they've they've pressured Spotify into it, right? And now Spotify has taken down many episodes that Rogan already had. So now you can't see him on YouTube anymore because they were taken down from there with the agreement. And did now you hear? Hey, Rumble, Rumble, and I'm, I'm going to let Walt go because I understand he's a family man, and I'm not going to take too much of his time up, but. Do you know? Oh, it's a good conversation, dude. Yeah, we got Walt. You're always welcome back. We got Soslin in the green room that's going to join us here for hour three. We got to get ready for hour three. Uh, but did you hear that Rumble just offered fucking Joe Rogan? Uh, now they upped the fucking uh, contract uh, uh, deal offer to him. They went from fucking four million to fucking almost twenty five million dollars to get him on Rumble. Fuck, man! Should he take yeah, it? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what did Spotify give him? Hundred million? Yeah, they gave him. Yeah, but they gave him a hundred million, but without with with, uh, with certain restrictions. Damn, yeah, there's a hundred million reasons why, though. Right, a hundred <laughs> million reasons. Well, it's been a great honor having you on my uh, show. I gotta get guys. you back on. I'd love to be part of your show, uh, possibly Absolutely. too, if we can get on your show. Yeah, hundred percent. You speak some unfiltered politics, sir. I love your demeanor. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Jimmy, nice to meet you. Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah, I'll be in touch and uh, holler and, at me as well. Yeah, before yeah, we man. depart, if anybody wants to reach out to you, well, how, how can they find you, uh, bud? Uh, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram, and that's at WKT Podcast. And then uh, my website, you can find everything you need to know, man, and that's uh, WaltzKitchenTable.com. So good those stuff, are the two easiest stuff. places. Yeah, I'd love to be yeah, on the we show. Just, yeah, I just seen your last podcast episode. Uh, what was it? Uh, you back like in that? back in March, right? Was don't it be March? a di- or, no, no. But so last one, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. That was a fucking great episode. I love that. Yeah, episode. Thanks, man. Dude, on, don't that be much. an asshole, Mike. Oh, dude. What's I- so don't be an asshole, dude. I I went on a rant. <laughs> I went on yeah. a rant, dude. This fucking guy at Seven Eleven. I was like, "What the? F- you're just being an asshole." 
Like what? Uh, this old guy's just rip, ripping on this girl, and he's like, "Women shouldn't have to deal with mechanical stuff." I'm like, "Ah, come on, dude, what the fuck, dude? get off here." Right. But anyway, right. but check well, it thanks out. Thanks a lot. We'll, we'll see you next hey, time. Nice buddy. meeting you, fellas. All right, bud. Yeah, you guys man. have a All great right, day, man. Keep, keep, keep kicking. All right. All right, buddy. Uh, we're gonna get ready. Uh, Sauce, I see you in the digital green room. Uh, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, Big Ten Four to you. Uh, we're going to uh, start panel number three here, which hour number three. Uh, we got to catch up to do with you, us, us. Uh, Me and Jimmy, I'm surprised Jimmy's still on the line. I got to give him a fucking beer, man. He's been <laughs> Ooh, that's a good content tonight. A MAGA episode, guys. Uh, stay on. I'm going to take Jimmy and myself off. We're going to go into a uh, a three-minute reset sauce. Uh, me and Jimmy need it. Hold that thought. And he writes here that he was furious. In September of 1988, Claude Evans' department had approved an abortion pill called RU486 for sale. And folks, this is the world's first at that time. But now just four weeks later, under pressure and anti-abortion groups... The board of a pharmaceutical firm that made the pill, Rusev Uclath, have voted 16 to 4 to withdraw it from the market. Now, some company executives were opposed to the drug as well. Evan summoned Russell Uclath's vice chair to his office. He told them that if distribution didn't resume, the French government had the power to transfer the patent to another company for the public good. Now, Rusev Uclaf backed down. Folks, however you got this, this could be looked at a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is that it could safely terminate the pregnancy without any long-term effects to the woman's body, okay? And you won't have any, uh, you know, long-term reactions to it. Now, in a recent television interview, even later pronounced, from the moment government approval for the drug was granted, RU486 became the moral property of women. 
not just the property of the drug company. And that is how the abortion pill, now generally referred as Mifeprestin, if I'm pronouncing this right, uh, even for myself, uh, folks, this is a difficult word to pronounce, uh, would arrive in the world. Now, today, misoprostin is often used in combination with another drug. And together, the pair are more than 95% effective at the ending of a pregnancy when taking during the first 50 days. Now, yeah, ping on that one. Which regulates the lining of a uterus and mineral immune system, allowing pregnancy to take place, which also stimulates the uterus to expel the pregnancy. Now, folks, in 34 years, I'm going to close this out here, 34 years since this was introduced in France, more than 60 countries have approved it, including even us here at home, the U.S., uh, in early 2000, and as well as the U.K. in 1991, though it didn't legally become available in Northern Ireland until abortion was decriminalized in 2019. However, the drug remains subject to rules governing its use in most places. Now, folks, the access to these pills is not guaranteed. The America we know will no longer exist. AOC plus three. The bikers for Trump, we love them. True international What am I doing here? Welcome back to Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Now, we've met some incredible families. But this could be the saddest story we've we've ever seen. This is not what it looks like. This is a... Uh... But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. When I talk to Putin, uh, he's going to straighten out. Two months ago, man, you lost the only home you ever knew. But thanks to a phone call from your friends, the Wild Hogs, we built you a new one. Stay with me, Buster! <laughs> Casting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast.
guns should be uh, entirely uh, left for people to defend themselves, but on a responsible angle. All right. Now he is like two sided against that. I, I just I just seen that just recently. What was it about uh, recently? I, I when I say recently, it goes back to like maybe uh, six, eight months. That's recently to me. OK, right. because they'll stay on that point and, and they'll actually kind of tippy toe uh, of everything. Biden is a man that kind of tippy toes on a lot of different angles. He says right. one thing and then he goes back and says, well, I didn't really mean to say it like that. OK, well, what did you really mean to say, uh, Joe? He's is, a liar. Is, yeah, he is a liar. Don't get me wrong. Okay? I'm a plagiarist. But is basement Joe, right? Delusional Joe. Is he really saying this or is there like an earpiece somewhere in his ear that we can't see that's telling him what to say? You know, is Big Brother telling Joe what to say? Uh, it's uh, probably the dementia. That's what I think. But no, uh, big, I want to. I want to I want to wrap up this with uh, uh, going back uh, doing a little round robin here, guys, because we touched on the gun issue, and we, we and everybody's going to talk about gun control, and yeah. everybody's going to talk about uh, this couldn't have happened. Texas has massive amounts of Republicans all over the place, gun rights galore, uh, and but but in Sandy Hook, Connecticut, there was a mass shooting. I still want to know what Alex Jones thinks about this, and in uh, Texas there was a mass shooting. I'm just going to say my opinion, guys, and then I'll, I'll go around to Michael and, then, and the UKT. I'm going to say, guys, that this no amount of gun legislation is going to uh, phase away the hatred that has disseminated from the division in our country, hundreds of years of it. And, and we were talking about how KT, the hot button issues, they keep whacking. That causes a longstanding detrimental effect. Just because they're done being elected doesn't mean people stop caring about these issues and they get obsessed with them. They write manifestos about them. They hate people because of them. And uh, it, it goes on and on and on. No amount of gun legislation, guys. I hate to be, uh, I'm a leftist, but I hate to tell you this. There's no amount of gun legislation that's going to fucking wipe away the hatred and keep you safe from people that hate you because of uh, politicians that are feeding off of it. And because of other reasons, they're, they're mentally ill. Uh, what do you think about gun control uh, and the mass shootings? What, what needs to be done? Guys, uh, Michael, go first. All right. It, it, it's not a left issue. It's not a right issue. You make a good point, right? There's not a, a amount of laws that can, that can change the hatred in this country, okay? I mentioned earlier in the show, there are white-on-white white crimes as much as black-on-black black crimes. You just don't see it because the, it, it's the media narrative to always show you that white-on-black type of crime because it's a selling point. They – at the end of the day, the media looks at it as like a huge uh, rating boost. Oh, we're going to show a black individual getting his ass beat by a, by a, by a white person somewhere in you know, metro uh, Atlanta or somewhere out in Detroit or anywhere, just to, you know, just to label something for a, a small example. No amount of laws will change it. I agree with you on that, Tommy. Okay, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay, when you place that gun in that person's hand, that person is committing murder. Okay, you can't take if you take away the guns, you're still going to have crime. People are going to find ways of murdering somebody without a gun. I happen to reside in Atlanta, right? 
I'm originally from New York City, as you can probably hear in my voice. I've seen the same amount of crime here in it. All right, guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. That piece I just plugged in, okay, we're from, uh, if anybody checked that damn podcast out, okay, Tommy Nation Politics, I was on his show just last week. There was some things I agreed with Tommy on some things. There was some things I disagreed with him. He's saying as a leftist, if you guys did pay attention to the video, this is a leftist from Dallas, Texas. Very rare. You don't find a lot of leftists in Dallas, Texas. You find a lot of fucking uh, Republicans. But uh, Tommy's saying that uh, basically guns kill people. Okay. Is there a gun behind somebody? Yeah, it's a person. The gun kills the person. But the person that's operating the gun is fucking committing the crime, not the fucking gun. Yeah, we don't we don't have a we don't have a gun violence issue. We have an, an uh, we have a, a violence issue, an, an evil issue. Uh, yeah. You know, you you're gonna have an evil person. They're gonna commit a crime, uh, no matter what they use. I mean, if when I seen a meme today, right? It makes sense if. If somebody hits somebody with their car or kills someone with their car, the individual is charged. If somebody stabbed somebody, the individual is charged. If somebody, uh, you know, did those any th- typical things, right? Uh, different uh, avenues where you could commit violence. When it comes to guns, though, the left is like, this is a problem with the people that are holding the guns. But I always say this on every on on, on every show. Who, do the, who does the left surround themselves? Uh, left politicians or politicians in general, who do they surround themselves with? People with fucking huge guns. People yeah. with actual assault rifles. We don't have yeah. that, that caliber. We don't have that caliber. But this, so, this, this, this is, I, I had to set the narrative, Jimmy, because you got this, this, this leftist jackass, okay? And he is. Sorry if you're listening, Tommy, but I got to say it in the most nicest way. Buddy, you're a jackass. There's, I mean, seriously. Yeah, you're coming on the show next week, next week, by the way. But, uh, you know, if you want to talk about guns, you can come on my show and we can squash the issue. So me and Jimmy can fucking educate your mindset. And then maybe, buddy, you will understand what I meant when I was on your podcast uh, just last week. Guns don't kill people all the time. It's the people behind the... Let me rephrase that because now I sound like a jackass. The gun doesn't commit the murder. It's the person behind the gun that is committing the murder. Okay, you need a, a, a hand to pull the trigger. The gun doesn't fucking automatically uh, fire the uh, the bullet out of the fucking chamber unless we live in some type of society or a, a digital universe that the fucking gun operates by the, by the way. I think that did happen. Uh, Jimmy can relate here uh, in the movie Roger Rabbit, right, where the fucking gun... You know, uh, he takes out of the uh, out of the holster and he goes, "Oh, you're ready then?" He's like, "Where have you been? Drunk, right?" And the fucking bullets come out of the gun by themselves. That's the only part I remember of Roger Rabbit where the gun actually fired himself. But, Which was a cartoon, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was a cartoon, but you know, yeah. go ahead, Sauce. I know you've been, yeah. No, I want to say what a. I would like to apologize, uh, Jimmy, for. Doing voiceover. I know I finally got something fixed uh, where I can use my iPhone. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah we can you. hear you great. You're coming in crystal okay. clear, too. I love the shirt, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Hey, okay, so any viewers out there, Jimmy, at the end of the episode, 
Michael and I have a special uh, special thing at the end. We got we're going to drop a teaser, right, Michael? Yeah, go ahead. Give the teaser away. Okay, well, do we away. want to do at the end of the episode or no? Huh? Do we want to do at the end of the episode? No, fuck it. I'm not. I'm impatient. Tease oh. away. So, <laughs> I would like to. Uh, hold on, hold on, uh, 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 Sas. I'm like a little boy, man, at Christmas, right? I'm like yes. the little boy at the Christmas story. What about me? What about me? What about me? And he's playing around with the fucking. <laughs> you're probably too young to see that movie, but go ahead. So, I would like to say that uh, I am starting a summer series called on Spotify and Apple Podcasts called Get to Know You and How God Has Strengthened Your Heart. And so it's going to be this cool each week until the end of August. We're going to have one guest each week uh, to kind of sit down with them and take a break from listening to my voice every day. And so at the end of August, for any viewers out there, stay tuned because I will be in Atlanta with the founder of the Patriot Angle podcast as we get to do a sit down interview with Michael Gardner and how we can just. Uh, pick at his brain and we can do a sit down even at the studio and i am very excited because that's going to be on august 28th through the 31st of this year are you excited michael or jimmy I'm or what fucking <laughs> phenomenal if i could do jumping jacks without knocking my set down it would be fucking great but you know i know i'm excited so i want to get back to the the, the gun control issue yeah, we, we, you know, let's talk about the gun issue. I think we're worn out with the whole Disney thing. You know, me and Jimmy spent two fucking hours. Uh, excuse my language, Sauce. I know you're not a big fan of cussing, but me and Jimmy, it's part of our vocabulary. But we spent two damn hours on this Disney crap. And I think the viewers are done with Disney, to be honest with you. But oh, yeah, it was an interesting two hours, though. Yeah, I was. Hey, I was done with Disney the moment I left. And I got sick from Disney because of food poisoning. That's when I was done with Disney. And I was like four years ago. Well, see, the, here's the thing that I don't understand. Okay. We look at the Waukesha massacre. Okay. With that guy that ran over over 60 people and killed eight people. All right. Here's how nuts the left is. Okay. If in the state of Wisconsin, there was this Democrat assemblywoman that introduced a bill to charge dealerships that have SUVs, that sell, that sell SUVs. She, char- their, she introduced a legislation to charge the dealership $20,000 as a penalty for selling SUVs to divert people away from buying SUVs. And a matter of fact, in the state of Wisconsin now, you have to go out of state to buy an SUV. How does that sound? What's your thoughts on that, Jimmy? Ah, that's just like that's just nonsense. I mean, most most of the, I mean, a lot of leftists. I don't want to say. I, at some point, there was left legislation that was fine, like true liberal stuff and like true democratic stuff that like I could get behind a long time ago. But a lot of the shit now is just kind of like virtue signaling, and they're just trying to make a point or trying to trying to speak volume over nothing. Like, oh, we're gonna. We're gonna now make this new uh, legislation that says you can't purchase this, but you have to go over here, which which just makes no fucking sense when you really think about it. it has nothing to do with anything, um, and and that's the same thing with the. What happens is when you get into those things, right, where you start to put blame when you don't hold the person accountable, and you try to start finding all these different avenues to like, who are we gonna blame for? 
you know, somebody runs a, a cra- uh, uh, people over and they're like, well, well, we, you know, we shouldn't have sold them the SUV. It's our fault. Or we should have made them take out triple insurance on it. I think um, what people don't understand is that people who are going to commit criminal acts, they don't follow the rules anyway. So I don't know what we expect. Uh, we could write legislation until we're blue in the face, but, and, and we could take away uh, all types of weapons. Right. And at the end of the day, somebody will still pick a rock up and hit you with it if they really wanted to. Yeah. That's like the point I was just bringing in with uh, Tommy there last week. You know, I said, you know, uh, you know, not amount of laws, uh, will change this whole violence issue we have in America uh, because, you know, they're going to find ways to kill you without a gun. I mean, you go down the fucking street and shoot somebody with a fucking bow and arrow, you know? Well, look at David and Goliath, though. Look at David Goliath. They didn't have to have – David didn't have, like, an assault rifle. He just used a piece of rock and a slingshot. That is a semi-automatic slingshot. Yeah, he didn't have <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't have it on him, like you said. And see – and another thing is, is that if you look at the Bible and stuff, Moses didn't, what did Moses use? Moses used his own bare foot, fists, to kill a Roman soldier. All right, so what are we going to do? Cut off our wrists as wrist control or what? It's getting absolutely berserks and nonsense. Well, look what they did with the Sandy Hook shooting. The, the families reached a settlement with Remington, which is kind of insane, where they blame the company of the gun company. The manufacturer was sued. For the individual that committed the crime so we've taken this new level of liability and put it up there because the avenue that they're marching down for gun control is the insurance they're yep. trying to make you take insurance out on every fucking gun because they know it'll be too expensive for you to even want to buy them so they're 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 segueing into that that's their plan their plan is to now say well if if every gun you had had to be insured like a car well, let, let me tell you, I, I couldn't afford five cars with the insurance, right? Yeah. So they're gonna do the, They're gonna attempt. Well, I, they're gonna attempt the same thing with the guns, and, and we'll see what happens. I mean, the road we're going down right now with the younger generation not really giving a fuck about a lot of things. I could see that happening in in ten years or or less, where they're just like, oh, okay, I just have video games. I don't need a gun. And then all of a sudden, they realize that the person who wants them to do something has a gun, and they're like. Well, I can't use my controller against this motherfucker, and that, and that's and I'm not in, in, in you know endorsing anything like that, but I just mean that we've seen in the past any uh, type of tyrannical government comes in, they uh, disarm the the population, and then we see the real atrocities that are going to happen when you when you don't even have a, a you know a fight in the game. Well, and and you also look at United Kingdom, though. United Kingdom has one of the tightest gun control laws ever. And you know what they've been having? They've been having knife attacks where a person just has a kitchen knife. And like a couple of years ago, this like this guy, he went and killed a whole bunch of people. Like actually three police officers and four people. And you know what he used? He used a butter knife. Now, what, are you going to take butter knives away from people or what? See, that's the whole thing is that, like you said, Jimmy, if a bad person is going to commit a crime, they're going to do it regardless, and they're going to do it. It doesn't matter what they're going to use. They're going to find a way, and the only thing that is – the only people are going to get punished is your law-abiding citizens. That's the thing. And, see, that is what Russia-style's government is, and that is what other communist countries – that's what kind of style they have, that kind of a tyrannical government control 
where it's only the elites and their bodyguards have guns. But then you, uh, your average Joe Schmo, like you and I and Michael, we can't get a purchase of gun. The only thing that we can do is purchase bear spray, and that can do some deterrence, but it's not going to stop a bullet, you know? Yeah, well, how do you feel about it, Mike? Yeah, I would you know, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I was... Uh... You know, uh, bear with me. I'm, I'm plugging in some videos here for the next panel. As you see, I'm, I'm doing this all by myself here. Uh, Eric and Alicia are out on date night, so to speak. So uh, I have to do all the production by myself. So bear with me, guys. Uh, you know, how do I feel about Great this? Job, Michael. I, I'm trying my best, guys. I, as you can see, that's one of the reasons uh, Jimmy's probably saying, why is he going off camera so much? Is because I'm doing some stuff behind the scenes that I don't want to be stuck on camera doing. But uh, – what my issue is on this is, okay, Jimmy makes a point. We're in a totalitarian type of government, right? A Almost a, a Marxist uh, dictatorship, if I may add into that, into the comment. We haven't seen this. Uh, we haven't seen this at all, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm basically piggybacking off of comments that were on uh, Diamond and Silk, uh, that was just aired uh, the other day on Fox. And Diamond and Silk says that this type of government that we are pretty much seeing is a totalitarian Marxist type of government. America has never seen it before. One of the reasons why we're not basically a glued to it, we're not accustomed to it, we don't understand it thoroughly because it was never introduced to us before. Sure, we've seen corruption throughout different administrations. Jimmy and I had touched uh, the Carter administration. We touched Nixon. There was a lot, a lot of corruption co coming out of Nixon. I mean, the guy practically fucking uh, uh, monitored, his, monitored his, his, his entire team, his entire cabinet. Everybody was under the S&M uh, technology, the surveillance and monitoring uh, technology back then. You know, so, yeah, we've seen some corruption throughout the years, but Sas, we haven't seen what, what's going on right now in America. It, it, it's truly. Yeah. Go ahead. It, you know, it's honestly seems like I'm back in Russia all over again. You know, the style of the government and the style of how people treat each other and stuff. It honestly feels like I'm in Russia again. You know, a person should not feel like they're in Russia again. You know, and a person that fled the communism and stuff shouldn't feel like, oh, why are we fighting communism again? I thought I escaped from that. You know, and it's kind of it's kind of sad to think about how, you know, we flee one country as an immigrant flees another country. And a matter of fact, here's what the Biden administration, along this, along with this forty billion dollars, this is brand new. I read the bill of the forty billion dollars. Okay. <clears throat> So with this $40 billion, and if you read through the bill, and if you read the fine print, if you, if you come from the country of Venezuela, Cuba, and Russia, at least mark those three different countries along with China and other countries, if you actually step on the U.S. soil, you have to be sent back to your country. That is part of the $40 billion that was passed last week. How... How appalling is that, that we have a country that is sending people back that are trying to flee that, their kind of country that has communism? You know, but, oh, when it comes to the border issue and when it comes to Ukrainian people, let's give them $2,800 a month and let's make sure they're well off and give them 1 million, get this, 1 million 
Ukrainians are now U.S. citizens. Well, they, they want them over as we're speaking and making themselves U.S. citizens. That is part of that uh, $40 billion. While as a veteran, which I, which I served in the United States military, our, our benefits got cut. And you know why? Because I called my state senator, and she's like, well, we got to put Ukraine first over veterans. We got to put uh, Ukrainians first uh, because they're being persecuted. And we got to put, like, their veterans kind of last in our military. I'm like, excuse me? Where, what happened? And why is this? That's not, that's completely bullshit. It shouldn't be like that. It should be put Americans first, put our veterans first. And that $40 billion and that news I just... That makes good points there. <laughs> and that... For, and I just want to tell you that $40 billion, it's just breaking news. I read it just before I came on the show. That's how I found out. You, yeah, Sash, you got a couple of good, uh, you got a couple of good screenshots that, uh, I haven't, I haven't plugged into the show, which I'll, I'll show Jimmy because I don't even think Jimmy had seen these screenshots yet. Uh, you want to get into that first screenshot? You sent me oh, a screenshot this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. The one screenshot coming in here, I'll plug it in over here. It's going to be an overlay, guys. So if you're viewing the live video, you'll see it on the live video, but you won't you won't obviously see it on the audio. But Sauce uh, will explain a little bit. I'll let Sauce explain because uh, he's <laughs> he actually sent me the fucking screenshot. So here's a screenshot here that he sent me this afternoon. Uh, basically, I want to get into this, Sauce, that you sent me this from your phone. Yeah. Isn't the trench preschool teacher, right? And guess where he came out of? Where did he come out of, Sauce? Madison. Well, you told me, but I want you to tell the listeners. Oh, okay. So that screenshot that uh, I don't know if you want to put it back up. Yeah, that ahead. screenshot is a is a teacher out of Madison, Wisconsin, where I live. Okay, he is all excited because a three year old told him his uh, gender and his identity. A three-year-old. Are you flipping serious? That kind of that piggybacks. Really- yeah, that kind of piggybacks of the uh, what we've been talking about, similar to the last two fucking hours. But that's only yeah. a Ma- well, that's not only a Madison, but a three-year-old. Jimmy, do you have any kids? I do. I have a couple kids, and I have a, a baby. So you know. Well, what, I, I want your viewpoint on it. What do you think about that screenshot? Well, I uh, actually I think that screenshots on another podcast that I usually follow too, which is funny because uh, they they follow these these types of uh, things, right? And they call it cringe of the week. So I would definitely put that kind of screenshot on the cringe of the week kind of section if we're talking about it. But um, again, it goes back to individuals like that who uh, they don't really understand who they are. They're still battling with who they are. So they they have they're battling their their identity as a, as a person, their sexual identity and their identity is just who they are. So unfortunately they may have grown, um, they may have been part of a group or maybe they were isolated, right. Or they feel isolated from society. They think that maybe uh, they don't fit in. And then what happens is they get into these positions where they position themselves in, uh, in a situation, in an environment like this, where they now have, these young, feeble minds to be able to kind of mold. And they, they understand that children are children have a certain level of innocence to them. So, like, you can go in uh, as anything, and a child will accept you more, right, than, um, than maybe an adult would. So then they go in and they, 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 they impose their ideologies on these kids. And I think that's where the whole grooming part came from. It's not every teacher. There's not, there's not every teacher out there doing this. 
But when you see, when you have a, it's not just because of the way the guy looks, but let's face it, he's uh, he's looking for gender uh, validation from fucking, you know, uh, third graders, second graders, like, so three year old for three year olds. So, and so if he's looking for a gender validation from three year olds, then he has he is battling some issues. And if he can't get that from adults or find a group of people to relate to outside there and just kind of deliver education unbiased like that, then we that's where we have a problem with. That's where most people will say, Enough is enough. And I put I'm drawing a line in the sand. But you know what the scary part though is, Michael and Jimmy, is that there's is that we have more and more of generation, we have more and more teachers coming out. <clears throat> we have more and more teachers coming out stating, oh, you know what, we gotta teach. For instance, Madison, Wisconsin last week, okay, had a fetish conference. You know what fetish conference is? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that was, in, uh, that was actually at the Hilton uh, Conference Center in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, where the teachers talked about their weirdest fetish. And they were able to talk about how they felt when going through fetishes and how one teacher was, uh, she liked to like scratch herself. And it went, it was a very perverted conference, but it was a mandatory that it was all teachers. And they said, well, this is how you teach your fetishes to your kids so they can accept, accept you. Hello? We hear you. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Can you, oh, hello? Did I lose you guys? No, you didn't. Yeah, we hear you. Oh, okay. So what happened is that the the teachers at the fetish conference in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, at the Hilton by the Capitol, were able and uh, do classes and were saying, "Man, how do I? How do I tell the kids about my fetish? And how do they accept me? Because I don't want them. I don't want them being like reject me for who I am." Well, why don't you focus not about your flipping fetish? Why don't you educate the kids about our Constitution, our math? Why are we getting rid of math tests? Why is Dane County? Because us, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not explaining this. They'd rather explain about transgenderness and then explain about what they should be explaining about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it just, it's all the fucking, it's all the narrative. That's what it is. It's, 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 it's a complete narrative. That's all. Yeah. And I just want to tell you that uh, this just came in on my uh, Elijah, who is a part of the Stampede Consulting. Uh, this actually just came in my feed because he works through Stampede Consulting. So, you know, the uh, Pennsylvania primary. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? They just said that the Supreme Court will officially decide the winner of the uh, Pennsylvania Senate primary for the Republican Party. I didn't see that yet. Who, who, who's the projected winner? Uh, Dr. Oz? The, no, the is Supreme it Dr. Oz? No, the Supreme Court will decide in the matter of days. They're going to hear it. because like, How the hell are they going to decide? Dr. Oz was winning by like fucking 48,000 fucking counts. This just came in through Elijah. And oh, actually- hold on. Mail- hey, mail-in ballots, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we also have the Democrats that also voted, in the, voted Republican too. So that's why they're stating that the Supreme Court will decide uh, the winner of the Arizona or the Pennsylvania primary for the Senate race. Well, it says the Supreme Court on Tuesday temporarily blocked the counting of some mail-in ballots. So, uh, do you hear about Georgia though? That's kind of that's really wild. I don't know why. Again, and plus, you know what though? PA 
ah, man, I will say for PA, Dr. Oz is not your guy, folks. He's not. Wow. He is a flippy flopper. He's from New Jersey. He fucking, like, is going off his, like, parents' residence or something in PA. Yeah, I heard about that. He wants it. He's using his parents' residence for the whole freaking campaign. And he's another fucking clown from TV. You're making the you're making the wrong choice, man. The but wrong choice. Does, but the endorsement that President Trump has given, though, he's backing him. What's up? But President Trump is backing Doctor Oz. He's he's backing Doctor Oz because it's I I, I think it it. it, it I don't agree on everything Trump does. So I don't think. Hold on, I don't think Trump is backing him. Backing him, sauce. I think it's more of a uh, of a push, uh, a popularity push uh, for Trump himself uh, in the near future. And that oh, might sound so. weird by saying that, but I think that's where it's going. Well, you look at what happened in Georgia. Look what's happening in Georgia right now. You know, Newsmax just broke the news, and uh, I've been reading articles. You had what over it swang the vote for like what why was it a big blow it's because you had your democrats also voting in the georgia republican primary that they flipped parties so they can get an easy target which is brian kemp in to build oh, uh, across that's what ticks me off is when they is that the democrats never stop and they will do everything and anything to undermine an election just like what they're doing in pennsylvania just like what they're doing in Wisconsin, and just like what they're doing in all these other states. Okay, yeah. another perfect primary, a perfect example. Look at the Senate race, the state Senate race in Wisconsin. Okay, you, <clears throat> the candidate that I was, and Jimmy, I don't know if you watched the past couple episodes of a candidate that literally bullied and called me out and stuff, and then had the audacity to contact. Uh, Michael Gardner's team and tell him if he could be on the show to uh, revise. Yeah. Do you want to tell yeah, me he, that quick? This, this, yeah, this, this son of a bitch, this, this, this scumbag, he literally, he contacted me and said that everything that Sauce is doing is completely false. And what Sauce is saying on your show is completely false. And I'm not that type of political candidate. And we had to at first think about taking him off of our campaign for other reasons. And he didn't go into those reasons, but he said that sauce is completely false on every statement that he's making. Well, that was you. So you were, you were part of, you were supporting a candidate, right? And, and they said you were too right wing or. Okay. So, Jimmy, do you want to explain to uh, – or not Jimmy. Uh, Michael, do you want to explain to Jimmy kind of like what revised version? Because I feel like Jimmy's kind of missed out. I've seen some of the, the screenshots. I just don't remember. Basically, oh, yeah, basically what's going on here is that Sauce was uh, – if I remember correctly, Sauce, you reached out – did he reach out to you or you reached out to him? He reached out to me. Okay, he reached out to you and thought by your message that you seem to be a good person of interest that would represent his his candidacy uh, for the race. So you went along with it, and he was kind of giving you flippy flop scenarios here and there, and then at, and then towards the middle, towards the end, saying that uh, we want to remove you off the payroll. 
uh, because of a, a, if I have this correct, sauce of a budgeting uh, situation. Bullshit! It was because of that Gateway article, pundit. Because oh, of the article it. from January sixth, right? Yes, and it was also because I was gaining more traction than he, his campaign was. That's what it really was. And he's like, "No, I want to represent. I want people to represent me. I don't want people coming up to me and asking." Oh, how's he doing? And what's he been up to? And we've been following him. But the fact that he cut me from the campaign just because, oh, and then he had the audacity okay, yeah. to contact me and say, hey, you know what? I want all your contacts. I want the people that you I want the people that you do shows with, and I want the people that you do all these things with. I want to know who they are so I can be on their shows and I can be on all these things. But you're we're not gonna pay you anymore. We're gonna put you as a volunteer. So when things happen, uh, I can just uh, sauce. He didn't want, off. yeah. But see, he here's the thing, Jimmy. He didn't want sauce to have exposure on social media. He yeah, wanted to hide sauce out. He wanted to hide you out. He wanted you part of the campaign, but he didn't want to have you expose on social media. Oh, you, you know, you, you have to, you got to understand when you're part of any kind of political. Uh, political team everything yeah. that you do is under the microscope so honestly for me it's not even worth uh aligning myself with certain politicians like we had a uh a mayor that we're that we're cool with right he's a part of our fraternity that i'm in out you know organization i'm in and uh you know he's democrat and but and my town is Democrat versus Democrat. So I know the guy, so I supported him because I know him and he takes care of us. But, you know, all I say is congratulations. You know, like I would never uh, say that I'm 100% endorsing him or try to be on his campaign because, honestly, um, that would hurt his uh, his image. And that's what happens with a lot of these people. Even when but they're Republicans, they don't want people who have they don't want free thinkers on their team they just want you to play by the rules and uh, their rules and that's not for me but here's but here's the whole thing jimmy though he asked me i didn't ask him to go on his team he asked me he's like you know we want you on our team and i'm like well i'm gonna have to think about it he's like no you are an asset you have the public figure and you know people that we do not know and that's what we're gonna put you as a communication director now, but see here, Sauce. Sauce. He seemed like he had a lot of skeletons in the closet, and he and he and he seems that by still allowing you on the team, he could uh, uh, he could see you possibly leaking things that he doesn't want leaked. So that's the skeletons I'm talking about. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, like how he's flimsy on uh, like for instance, one um, one key issue that he talked about is. Um, oh yeah, no. How he treats women? Yeah, make it. Hey, Sauce, make it real quick. Uh, if if you want to say it or you want to wait until after the uh after the break, I gotta get a good break in real quick. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. I'll do the break. Okay, all right, all right, guys. We'll be right back here. We're gonna be closing it up here shortly, but uh, I gotta get a break in. Um, but yeah, we're talking about how Sauce is literally trying his his hardest, man, to reach you know reach out to this candidate there in Madison. You know, spilling his heart out for this guy, and this this bastard, this scumbag, is literally doing Sash wrong. And I'll say, it, I don't care if he listens. Why, what is he gonna write me an email? You said something mean about me. Fuck off. Be right back after these words, guys. 
All right, guys, we're back here on the show. We're going to be closing it up here in just a minute, a uh, short minute here. But, um, you know, uh, I see Sauce is basically taking a break. Uh, but uh, there's Sauce. Okay. But, uh, you know, uh, guys, final thoughts here on whether it's the Disney or the mass shootings of violence that we're seeing in the country. I'll go with you, Sasuke. Ahead, the floor is yours, pal. Can I pass it on, to Jimmy? Because I have to think about this. <laughs> okay, you're gonna you're gonna take three hundred uh, for your final answer. All right, uh, go ahead, Jimmy. You should have been on social media Jeopardy. That you probably would have won the fucking thing. Yeah, well, okay. we gotta we have to do another episode like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, to close it out, I don't I don't know where we're at right now with in regards to like mass shootings, right? So uh, a lot of them, um, there's very skeptical, just there's skeptical information that comes out regarding them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on and the media is bumping it back up. So now the media is back on limiting 2A and then trashing the police. So it's like a repetitive cycle that I guess people just can't, a lot of people can't put themselves outside the box and kind of take it for what it's worth. So I think that you should watch mainstream media and alternative media to kind of see what most people are listening to and see what and, and see what's going on. But then also ask yourself what kind of current events are going on and then all of a sudden when these tragedies happen. That's just my opinion because I always feel like, again, we send $40 billion to Ukraine all of a sudden, bang, here's some shootings. That kind of takes your, your thought process away. That fizzles out. And then people, we we were like, eh, whatever. I'm not saying that that's not newsworthy. Obviously, a, a mass shooting is newsworthy. But I think what what has happened is, you know, if this was, um, you know, America in the 60s and 70s, finding out that we're propping up other countries and, and sending them all that money would be a fucking huge problem come election time or huge problem in general. So they've, they've found a way that anytime big money's being moved, a big type of catastrophe happens to happen. So that's, to me, it's always weird how they, those things line up. Um, you know, I, you know, I would just say keep fighting for your, for your two way rights because they're slowly coming for them. Um, and I know people like to make fun of the right and they say, Oh, they're coming for our guns. Well, the truth is it's true. They are coming for, uh, you know, responsible gun owners they want to take them away so that there is no more gun owners except except them so uh and then and then really try when they take away your weapons then try and 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 uh have your voice heard and let's see what happens yeah yeah i agree i i agree and this this could be a a really good uh point here we have when we have uh tommy nation on the uh on the show next week you know which is just gonna be guys i want to I want to say something towards that Tommy Nation uh, uh, segment next week. Guys, that show, uh, there may be some uh, 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 plugs being pulled from that show. I'm just giving you a good heads up. Giving you a good heads up because not only do I have to look out for this show, I have to look out for Sauce and also Jimmy here too if anybody decides to try to bury any of us. Uh, so I'm just letting you know that that show, there might be some pull, uh, pulling the plugs on uh, you know if you I'm just just give me a good heads up, okay? I don't normally do that, but sometimes you have to, you know, to, to set the stage. 
But, uh, you know, Sas, uh, what's your insight on uh, what we're talking about, bud? You know, we live in a, this society, though, a lot of people think that, you know, we got to, you know, a lot of Republicans think, well, we got to get out the boat. We got to push out the boat. But what I'm noticing is that, or to stop communism, to stop our socialist agenda. But are we already here? You know, aren't we already here where we are officially a socialist country? For instance, the push to have equal pay. That's, you know, all these bills are being pushed. The push of making sure that each illegal immigrant that comes across the border is getting $2,800 through some kind of a program. That's not like more of a socialist program. And what we also see is that the bigger classes are getting divided, just like our communists are, just like a communist country is getting divided. You have the elites and you have the poor people. There's no middle class anymore. And I feel like that we are already here. We are here as a nation at this point. Now it's become to a point where we have to take it back because if we don't fight for what we have, what's left of it, we're not going to be here. You know, we're going to, they're already working on this, you know, as we see monkeypox and as all these massive atrocious shootings, they're using these shootings to make sure that, you know, we have to comply. We're like, oh, yeah, we feel so bad for the families and we feel so bad. So let's push for gun control. Let's get rid of our guns. So let's give up something, a little bit of our rights to make sure our kids are protected. While they're not looking back at the fact that, oh, wait, we gave up something that was our founder founding fathers instilled to protect our country from the enemy from within. A lot of people don't really know that we are being attacked from within. And that's what Adolf Hitler did. That's what uh, Joseph Stalin did, is that Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler were pissed that Japan attacked America because Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler were waiting for America to crumble within. within. Sure enough, what are we doing? We are crumbling within. And we're attacking each other through through these school shootings, through the grooming of Disney, through all these, because if we're not unified as a country, we can't get anything done. You know, and if we're unified as a country, we can't see through the BS that we're being pushed. And that's the whole thing. So they're doing a great job of dividing us. They're doing a fantastic job. And they're taking our rights away. And they're chipping away at the Constitution at a good pace. If they keep up, if they keep this up, we're not going to be a freak. We're not even going to have any rights in about two or five years. That's how of a danger and that's how the or pinnacle point we are as a nation, and it and it depends on this whole election. We see it. At, we see these going on as rhinos. You know, well, we're for America. We're for America. We are for this country, but behind closed doors, we have Mitch McConnell who votes on whatever bill and compromises our country and making sure that oh, we got to protect the. We got to make sure the people that are like our adversaries, our enemies, are well off. We got to make sure that we give over 500 million barrels of oil to Russia while we're making sure that we're supplying their war, but we can't supply our own and we're taking more money out of our country. That's what pisses me off. And that's why we have to be smart and we have to be uh, do our due diligence of holding our politicians accountable. Even if they block us, even if they do everything and anything, and even as a smear campaign, we have to be at their rear ends. Same. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I hear no, you. You know, like like your hat says, pal, you stay safe. I'll stay free. Right. Yeah. Pretty much at the end of the day. That's what we that's what we are. Right. Guys, uh, 
I'm going to plug in a short, short video to try to wake up just what our country needs to wake up to the violence here. A short, short video, then we're going to close it out here, guys. Check this out. I'm trying to go through my mind, like, did I do something? Did my mom do something? Did my father do something? It's, well, it's crazy. Tonight in a Fox 32 exclusive, concerns of a politically motivated attack on the far south side. The crime all caught on video, and now the homeowners are worried about what could happen next. Tia Ewing is live for us tonight in Beverly with the story. Tia. Well, this family, they have a Let's Go Brandon flag that is flying in front of their home right now. But because of their political beliefs, they believe that was enough to set someone off to set their home on fire. This is aggravated arson, even attempted murder. Well, this isn't just politics. This homeowner wants to remain anonymous. He's talking about this unknown male that almost demolished his home of 32 years. He was inside along with his wife and adult son. I mean, it was like bright orange in the window. And I tried to look out the back door and I saw um, gasoline everywhere and two empty lighter fluid bottles. Here's surveillance video of the male in a hoodie wearing a N95 mask. He walks back and forth on. Guys, that was just a short video. The reason why I'm probably plugging that in, or you're probably wondering why I'm plugging that in, is because this is the violence in America. The way we stop violence in America is to uh, is to is to to to, to have uh, controlled environments and have our law enforcement become more involved. That's my statement. Now you can agree with that. You don't have to agree with that. That's your own. That's your own narrative, right? Your own. Your own viewpoint. But guys, you want to end violence. You want to end shootings. You want to end arson. You know the video that we just plugged in, where a gentleman was trying to fly a uh, a Let's Go Brandon flag, and uh, a damn thug came in the middle of the night. And tried to burn the damn flag and his house almost caught fire. A uh, hat tip to Fox 32 out of uh, Chicago, Illinois, which was just in the suburbs of Chicago. If anybody's seen that, uh, was basically plugged into social media as well as True Social uh, just the other day. You know, fucking animals, guys. Thugs. Literally thugs. Guys, I'm going to close it out here because I'm pretty much tuckered out. I see uh, Jimmy uh, rolling his eyes. There's much done, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, guys, I want to I want to say, uh, you know, pretty much thank you uh, for coming on. Uh, Saz, just coming into hour number three. Uh, uh, really, it's been an honor. G, uh, holding strong here for Ooh. all just about three hours. Three hours, uh, man. Super yeah. episode. It was probably the biggest fucking episode that we have ever done. Actually, it was the only fucking biggest fucking episode that we ever fucking done. Uh, the reason why I'm using fucking is because it is a fucking large fucking episode. <laughs> and I, I hope you fucking enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, yeah. And like, you know, like uh, Randy Quaid said from, uh, you know, uh, the Griswolds, you know, where can I get some fucking bait? You know, so, you know, where can you get your fucking podcast here on the Patriot Angle fucking podcast? So, you know, thank you for fucking viewing. Thank you for uh, joining us here for fucking three fucking extremely fucking long, crazy fucking hours here. And, uh, guys, uh, before I depart here, please, uh, we are fairly new here to uh, True Social. Just joined up yesterday. Uh, Sauce is actually part of True Social. Sauce, you want to hand them the uh, handle name? Yes. So 
I am on Truth Social. I you can find me at Sauceman2024. And if you and if you're interested in listening to the podcast during the summer series, uh, you're welcome to put on Spotify and Apple Podcasts called "Remember God Loves You," and I'll meet you at the finish line. And I'm going to send over the link to Michael so he can put it in the link below in the description. And with all this, with all with everything that's going on, remember: do not give up. Do not give up on the fight because yeah. there are better days to come. And that the best is yet to come, and that we can persevere just like our founding fathers did. So this is just oh, absolutely, and, and we will put that in the show notes uh, on the audio podcast. So in the okay. audio podcast, whether you listen to Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, or Audible, uh, it's going to be in the show notes uh, for Sauce, so you can follow his content as well. And then Jimmy, uh, well, Jimmy, he, he's he's building up his content slowly oh, by slowly. I'm, I'm, I'm building it up, man. He's building it up. He's uh, we got We got to get him over to uh, True Social. He's not a uh, he's not a member there yet. But Jimmy, what the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah, you got to get over to the work. truth. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I want to get some. I want to get a, a little bit of equipment, and then I'm, and then I'm there. No, no. We we understand that though. But we're t- talking about what are you waiting for? You need to get to True Social. That's where it's at. Oh, true social. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I'm signing up. I gotta let go of some other stuff that I'm on first. And I'll oh, and up. by the way, by the way, uh, folks, if social media of Facebook and Insta crap and Twitter crap or whatever the hell you want to call them, they're not telling you the truth about true social. Oh, you only need an iPhone. Absolutely false, ladies and gentlemen. Just two days ago. True Social, the founding father of True Social, Donald J. Trump, has now made it accessible by a web browser. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. All you need is a web browser to sign up. You don't need an iPhone. It has not been available yet on Android Play or uh, what is it? Uh, Yeah, the Android devices, Google Play. It hasn't been available on the Google Play Store yet. But if you go on your browser and you sign up for True Social, you will become a official member of True Social. I'm on True Social. Just signed up yesterday. I'm reaching damn near 100 uh, followers already. Very, very uh, fast, rapid engagement on that damn platform. You don't get fact-checked. You don't get shadow banned. They don't censor your content. They welcome you with open arms like every American should be. Sauce, there's unity on True Social, is there not? Yes, and we're waiting for Jimmy. Are you waiting for Christmas or what? Nah, I'm good. I don't know. A week or two or something, I'll sign up. I'm in no rush. Oh, okay. You know, I'm giving you a hard time. Well, I was going to sign up in the beginning, but it was they had such issues with, you know, because the queue was huge, all the people that went over. And I don't know what the metrics are now, but. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up it's high. I tell you that it's high. It's very, very high. Uh, you know, uh, people are signing up left and right. Uh, you know, even a few leftists are like, they're even shadow banning me on Facebook. Maybe I should go over the true social. Uh, you don't get fat fact checked over there. I tell you that. No, <laughs> but uh, it's been an honor. Been an honor. Uh, end of August, guys. To me and Sauce in to the live studio here, the Patriot Angle Podcast with Unfiltered Patriot Productions. Uh, we're gonna do some podcasting. 
Uh, I'm going to let Sauce. Yeah, I'm going to let Sauce have uh, have the show for a couple video podcasting. We're going to put a, a special panel in for him. We got to create a panel. I got to email Sauce and see what kind of panel he wants to use. Some spirituality type of a panel because of his content. But uh, yeah, we're going to let him use the. Uh, Use the uh, broadcast here, the uh, studio here of Patriot Angle Podcast, and uh, let him have fun with his uh, his video podcasting. So check that out, the 28th to the 31st of August. Uh, and then hopefully soon I'll be up in New Jersey, and uh, maybe I'll do it at a hotel or Airbnb or something with me and Jimmy. We'll have some be- brews and, you know, a couple strippers on the – no, I'm just joking. No, we can't. <laughs> Trying to get me That's Las Vegas. That's Las Vegas. No, 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 Jimmy. Uh, J- the divorce will be start flying. No, I can't say that. No, shit. What am I doing? I'm getting you in trouble on the air. So your wife's like, I'm gonna fucking got, kill Michael. We, we got a, we got a studio up here. We could do stuff at my, my buddy's got a studio. So sounds good. Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll bring my green screen behind me. I gotta bring the camera back so you can see the entire fucking green screen. So yeah. Cause I'm missing, I'm missing the fucking the flaming microphone, and I'm missing my actual fucking words to the show, Patriot Angle Podcast, unfiltered with Michael Gardner. I'm missing that. That's to the right. You can't really see it. It's way, way over there. And I'm missing the flaming skull. Uh, I, I, I gotta bring the camera back. I think. But uh, guys, it's been an honor. Um, I gotta, I gotta go take a crap. So you guys have fun. Yeah, it's a good way to end it. Yeah, yeah. See you guys. All right, guys. Take it easy. Patriot Unfiltered. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast in Unfiltered Patriot Productions. Please follow us on Facebook at the Patriot Angle Podcast and Instagram at Patriot underscore Angle underscore Unfiltered. Also, you can hear every episode on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check out our website, PatriotAnglePodcast.com, and also our unfiltered merch 